What's going on, guys? This is Austin here from TRPFRD, the third rate podcast of the fourth rate duelist, uh, coming back at you with another episode for you. Um, we do want to apologize really quick before we start off out, uh, start off with anything at all. Um, we know we've been really lazy in updates and everything. I think it's been almost a month and a half since our last video or since our last podcast. Too uh, long. Really, that's, <laughs> that's including videos too. I mean, we haven't been really keeping up on the YouTube really too much at all. Um, but we, we, it's just been difficult just because I've moved to a different place. He's been moving as well and we're still trying to get out, st- still trying to figure out all of our living accommodations. Um, but we've had a few instances here to record a few episodes, so we thought we'd get together really quick and talk about a couple of different things going on in Yu-Gi-Oh! right now. Um, the format has changed quite a bit. There's been quite a few different structure, or uh, a few different deck releases, a lot of different product releases, a, w- a lot of different card releases. Um, we'll just, we want to go over that. Uh, we'll update you with a bunch of the different decks we've been playing. I know I've changed up my deck quite a bit, or I should say decks at this point. I know you've been playing other stuff, um... So we'll get to all that, but uh, yeah, so that's a quick update from basically why we haven't been keeping you guys completely up to date with everything else and keeping up with episodes. But we're going to try to keep everything normalized from here on out. So, And it's not that um, we were being lazy. It was uh, just not the right time and place. Um, you know, life happens and can't expect it uh, to be as what happened, but here we are now. Better late than never, right? Oh yeah, no, I fully agree. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, we'll get into what we've been playing. I, uh, I know everybody knows here that I've been playing Eldritch for, um, excuse me. Uh, I've been playing Eldritch for a while now. Uh, synchro portions, invoked portions. I've been playing two different decks the last, I don't know, probably month and a half just because the format has changed so much. I've been playing that invoked Dogmatica, uh, variant with DPE just because Phoenix Enforcer, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, is such a uh, ridiculous card right now in the format. Everybody is splashing it into everything, uh, and he it's really, really good invoked. What's up? He who shall not be named. <laughs> right, right. Normal summon Alistair. Rule the world. No. <laughs> I mean, the deck is one of the best right now. I mean, honestly, it's tier one for sure. So uh, that that's one of the decks I've been playing, but honestly, more so I've been playing that Leerlusk Tri-Brigade variant. That Ugh. deck is just... <laughs> he hates it. He absolutely cannot stand that deck. Um, which I, you know, I completely understand. The deck is a little bit unfair. Unfair. It is it does. more We're than gonna... just unfair. It is just a load of bullshit is what it really is. <laughs> Honestly. Well, okay, okay, okay. The deck, as much as I absolutely hate the deck with the burning passion, it can all go burn in hell. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, being able to work through four to five hand traps turn one is kind of busted. I mean, everybody's running hand traps nowadays, and everybody at least opens with two of them. So if they can work through I mean, that, drill then, hurts. Well, yeah, but I mean, not everybody's going to be signing drill or running drill. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, <laughs> if you go to a locals and you're just playing somebody who's just playing casually, and then you whip out the fucking Leerloose Tri Brigade, fucking normal summon Nerval. Oh, wait, who cares? He's in the graveyard now. Activate his effect. I mean, it's just... The poor guy is just going to want to like literally sit there and twiddle his thumbs and just be like, why am I even playing this game? Why am I even here at Locals today? I'm just just go home and cry in a corner. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, the deck is very similar to Dragon Link and, and Drytron and what it does. It just can work through more. But, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting it just like... Just like you are, you know. I think event. I think it might get hit on this upcoming van list. But I mean, again, 
we're going to talk about that in the upcoming in the upcoming topic discussion later on in the episode. But like I said, I've been playing Lily's Tribrigade. I've I haven't really topped with it any first. Like I've gotten top three with it a couple of times now, but I haven't actually gotten first place with it yet. Um, again, I'm still that deck. There's just so many ways to go down in terms of combo pass, but it's so powerful. Its end board is just. Freaking Who was it that man. you lost to the other day? What deck was it that you lost to pretty heavily against Lear Loose Tribe Brigade? Uh, was that Ad Emancipators? Yeah, yeah, I lost to Ad. Yeah, so one of my friends, uh, his name is Daniel. He plays at all the locals that I play at. He's actually he's he's a great Ad Emancipator player. But man, he uh, he he, I've never seen him draw that much gas. Like I'm telling, he he was going into every everything that you could possibly. Because I play Adam Manchester and I know what it does and how it works. And, like, I'm telling you, he's never, never done. Like, it was just rock after rock after rock. And it was all the rocks he wanted to see in succession. And he's just, you know, stacking and stacking and stacking his deck. So I just couldn't do anything. There was, there was nothing really I could do. So, <laughs> you know, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good deck. You know, if they, I was watching a, uh, I don't know if you watch uh, Lithium on YouTube, but... Uh, Lithium posted a video where they're doing, he's doing this traditional tournament and he did like a, it was, I think it was Zodiac versus Spiral or something like that. And, uh, um, I mean, do you watch Lithium all, Lithium yeah, all day? Absolutely. That is? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy, but we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it a little bit later. Um, I think, because uh, I know this podcast is probably going to be a little bit longer. I know we haven't been doing anything in terms of podcasting in the last almost two months, so I want to... Well, there's a lot of we're material get a little we need bit to talk deep about. on this one. What's that? Maybe there's a lot of material we need to talk about. Oh, there definitely is. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, we've we've the format has changed completely. I mean, we have, you know, different decks in the meta that are that are completely, completely different. I mean, the market has changed a shit ton. I mean, there's mm-hmm. new card releases. There's just... I mean, there's a new problem in the Dra- Dragoon... You know, I think our first episode was based on Dragoon, and that's not even, that hasn't been relevant since fucking feels like forever. Since DPE released. I mean, since DPE, uh, Dragoon's not even even talked about anymore. Like, no one's getting irritated about Dragoon anymore. They're like, oh my god, DPE, oh my god, it's literally the same thing as Dragoon. I know, I know, I know, 100%. Um, Yeah, I don't, I, I, uh... We're gonna. I don't want to get too much into it, honestly, because I could talk forever about it. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about it later on in the podcast. So, but yeah, uh, um, like I said, I've been playing Lear Loose Tri Brigade as well as uh, the Invoke DPE Dogmatica. Still don't know which one, and I, you know, I splashed a little bit of Eldritch in there. You know about that, but I don't know which one's better. I still think Lear Loose kind of is. But what have, what have you been playing? Are you still on the Sword Soul stuff? Are you? Uh, which I know you are, but I know you've been playing other shit too. So, uh, well, as people probably know from watching this um, or listening to this. Uh, I've been playing Drytron, Herald Drytron mostly. Um, different variants of Drytron that I've been playing more ritual decks, like playing the Red, uh, Reverend Dread Evolution and the, um, playing the Amorphactor Pain and playing a couple of other different ritual parts to it or also playing the like, Megalith package in it or playing like more of a heavy, heavier Megalith package in the ritual deck as opposed to the Herald Drytron deck. Um, but of course, I'm, I'll be... I will stand by Drytrons forever. It's very similar to what um, the Liraloose Tribrigade deck does where it can work through at least four to five hand traps if you just draw a godly hand. Or actually, you don't even need to draw a godly hand to work through five hand traps with the Liraloose Tribrigade. With, to work through five hand traps, you have to have a pretty 
pretty nasty hand with Drytron in order to do that. I, um, I was like, dude, we can't work through five fucking hand traps for the most like, part. We, I mean, homie, even let's let's hold on. Let me. I just have to say this really quick before because then we're gonna talk about it later. We can't like literally this Trevor Gate cannot work through four. Like maybe if we have all birds and then like a bird strike and something else, but even then, we're not getting out full combo. With okay, so what about this? So what about Ash Imperm Valor? Can you work? It just depends those? on the hand. It depends on the hand. Like if I had all bird, like yeah, I could get near full combo with like the best hand. But, like, I mean, Austin, three hand traps is still going to hurt me. But, yes, I'm still going to end on, like, a double dragon lords, apex. Like, it just depends. <laughs> so, yeah, after I started pl- after I stopped playing Drytron, then the whole Sword Soul um, stuff came out. I've been playing a lot of Tenyi Sword Soul, Synchro Sword Soul a lot. Um, and I've been actually really liking the way that it plays. It's uh, not as... It, they're just different, me- different deck mechanics uh, between Drytron and Sword Soul. It's definitely a top deck, and I really like enjoy playing it. And the only problem is just a lot of the cards are super expensive. It's probably why I haven't been buying a lot of it, but playing more on the online scale. I mean, people are recognizing it. Oh yeah, definitely not playing DP in the package. I just you know, and we can talk. Well, it's not that I hate it. It's (laughs) I'll talk more about it later. But it, I I'm playing more pure Tenyi Sword Soul rather than and then having like more room for hand traps. Um. And, you know, having room for uh, Dark Ruler No More and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's what I've been playing lately. Um, it's done me pretty well, especially against your deck. You know, we're usually about 50-50 when it comes yeah, to... Yeah, Dark Ruler hurts me, man. Uh, when it comes to playing those decks. But, yep, that's what I've been doing lately. That's good. Yeah, no, I uh, we, I mean, honestly, we, we have a fun matchup. Like, I know you hate that deck. But, like, I think at the end of the day, we still have a fun matchup, especially, like, I just, I, li- I like playing Swords, so I feel like it's a great deck. With those it's, decks, it's really I mean, powerful, but... with those decks, whoever goes first wins, and that's just... Usually. That's just how it goes Usually. for both of those decks. Well, I think the only exception to that is, is if you draw Dark Ruler or I draw Dark Ruler, then it's really a shit fest at that point. You know what I'm Pretty saying? Pretty much Dark that or dro- Droplet. Or Droplet, yes. I, I still think for my like for your deck, you don't really care. I, I think my deck cares more about the discard, but I I mean, I don't know. I'm still kind of new to the whole Lira Loose scene, despite how easy the combo... I mean, there's like I said, there's so many to do. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into our market watch here. Uh, we haven't done it for a while, and I want to talk about a couple cards. I know you've got some other ones, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be talking about a Luber uh, as the first one, the Jest- Jester Adespia. Um goodness i got some oh my goodness it's all the mountain dew i drink man i swear it's terrible <laughs> um the first card's a luber the jester despia uh if you guys know about this card it was always an expensive card constantly shifting between 30 and 50 dollars i think right now it's sitting right around 60 to 70 dollars depending on where you look um i only expect that price to continue to go up i sold mine when it was 40 i'm pissed off i should have kept it and saved it and then sold a little bit later. Uh, Despia is slated to be one of the better decks, if not one of the best decks of the upcoming format. Honestly, I've played them a few times and I've already lost to them my fair share amount. They're they're a very good deck. What they do is, and we're gonna talk about it just because I play a little bit of branded Elvich, branded uh, Despia stuff. It, it's all it's really weird. This the card the stuff you could do with branded fusion is insane. But we're gonna talk about that later. Um, but again, Aluber is is a great card. It, it's literally the starter for Despia. It searches branded fusion. It searches any of the branded spells or traps on summon, and it has an effect 
Um, or it special summons itself, uh, and I think it either pops a monster, if I remember correctly, from the graveyard. It, it, it's it's a it's a run three of in any Despia deck. It's literally one of the starters, and it gets all your plays going, and it also has recursion for next turn as well as as well as field interaction while it's in the graveyard. So it floats, it searches your branded shit, and it's just it's one of the, it's 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 constantly argued: do you do Alistair or Aluber is the normal summon for like the fusion for like the fusion decks nowadays? So Aluber's an insane card. Um, what about Fallen Abyss? Yeah, exactly. Or I mean, Fallen Out, Fallen Outbass too. I didn't see it on the market watch. I mean, it is. It's always been kind of a decently expensive card, and I think it recently. I think it got up a few weeks ago, and we kind of missed it, you know, when we weren't podcasting. But like, it's expensive now, um, and it's definitely. I mean, Fallen of Albas is a fucking insane card. Like, I've lost that card way too many times. A walking super poly is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a Luber. I would. Uh, I mean, if you have them right now, if you've got a few of them and you don't need them. I would maybe hold on to him for another week and just kind of see, you know, just kind of just kind of watch the market, see if they fall. If they fall too much, I'd you know try to see if you can get rid of them fast. If not, and they go up, maybe wait a few more days after that and then let them go. I don't expect them to go past eighty or ninety. Um, you know, I think they're going to top out right around there and then shoot down eventually again once the deck kind of settles into the meta, depending on where it is. And we don't know yet. Like, I mean, it's a really really good deck from my experience, but it could also falter. I don't think it will. I think it's going to be tier one for sure. Um, 100%. I think it's going to be a tier one deck. Despia's got really fucking good. It got so much support in the lot. I mean, Konami's literally saying play Albaz, play Despia. It's kind of ridiculous. They love their fusion monsters this year for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but that's a Luber. Great card. Year of the fusions. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if you've got the money, I'd pick them up now if you're trying to play the deck because they're going to get more expensive, I think. Um, or if you don't care, wait till later on because they're going to go down eventually. I just don't know how long that's going to be. It really just depends on how the format plays out and everything else. So, uh, Opelousa is another card. I think it's gone down quite a bit. Um, it used to be a $20, $30 card, and it's gone down quite a bit just because the format has changed so much. So it's not Opelousa's... getting a whole lot of playtime. What's up? It's not getting a whole lot of playtime in most meta decks. Well, yeah, it's really win more. So it, it really is format dependent. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a great card when when it's control heavy, but it's really not great when it's combo heavy. And it's a lot more combo heavy nowadays. I feel like like there are control decks, but I feel like there's more combo decks that are taking place. And uh, um, Opelousa's like the problem is Opelousa Austin has no protection, has no protection whatsoever. It dies to an imperm, goes straight to zero. Valor makes it go to a fucking zero. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and, and it, it's only once per chain, right? So if you bait out that initial negate, you can't respond to the third chain. So it's it's a good card. It's just a, it, it uses a lot of resources for what is usually win more. I mean, I never go into it in Lair Loose Tribe Brigade, and I run it in the deck. Like, or I what? Actually, I was running it. Never used it, took it out for access code, and to be honest, I've only went went into access code I think once during an actual game. So I'm I'm, I'm trying. I might, I might take that out for a third recital, Starling. It just depends on if that fucking card gets banned. But <laughs> um, yeah, Op- Opelousa. If you've ever wanted one, now's a great time to pick them up. Less than ten bucks. It's really hard to beat that, you guys. So if you've ever wanted an Opelousa or you you just want to have them for a connect collection, pick them up right now. They're a great card, uh, and they do. <clears throat> she does become meta relevant. Um, depending on the format. So it really just depends. I am always going to keep mine just in case. 
Uh, I always keep it in my synchro deck just in case, you know, I, in case I'm combo heavy and I want to use it. But like right now it's not seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of play, like you said. So, uh, if you want one, I would pick it up just so you have it. If not, I mean, I really wouldn't sell it. They're just not worth anything right now. I mean, they used to be a $30 card. Maybe wait till the format becomes control heavy again or something else. But like, and the problem is Opelousa has kind of been power crept, man, if we're being honest. Like, with cards like Dark Ruler and Forbidden Droplet, you know, and even older cards like Chalice and shit, like, it's just the card, it doesn't have any way to protect itself. So and it she doesn't respond to the, she, she can't respond to, like, the the uh, the different cards, like, um, yep. like Branded Fusion or um, Destiny Fusion or, um, you know, Dark Ruler or more. She can't respond to those turn one or turn two first play uh spell cards she just it, it dies way too quickly you know it's and maybe opelousa could be more better late game um rather than turn one and turn two but maybe like four or five or six but that's why she's probably not getting a whole lot of play time because she used to when things were a lot more control based but like you're like you were saying yeah it's just it's yeah it's, it's changed unfortunately so I wouldn't sell them. You're not going to make any money off of them. Just I'd keep them. Format changes. Honestly, yeah, I'd just keep the Opelousas just because they're Opelousa for the name mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are the two cards I have. Uh, what do you got? Oh, yeah. So the cards that I chose for um, this episode's Market Watch, uh, one of the cards that I play in my uh, Herald Drytron deck is obviously Diviner of the Herald. Uh, must, uh, must have play three if you're playing Herald Drytron. Right now, actually, recently, she has gone up in price within the last couple of days. Right now, she is sitting at $60 for one card. Um, it shifts, it's been shifting quite a bit. Um, I mean, I know in the middle of the month, it actually shifted down more. But I think that now that people are realizing, oh, well, hey, this is a really great card. Or like, hey, we're going to play Drytrons again. You know, it's it's shifting really good right now. So if you have them... You could sell them and you can make a good profit if you just have like one or two. It's, you know, a plus 60 in your wallet. Um, but yeah, that's, um, you got three, sell them all three of them right now. I would, that's what I would do if, I mean, right now the highest price selling goes for about $150 that somebody sold it for in TCG player. Lowest price is about $45. You said how much? Highest price that somebody's paid for a... Oh, for the Starlight Rare Ecclesia? Yeah. Uh, no, no, Star, this is the Starlight Rare Diviner of the Heralds. Oh, for the Diviner, yeah, yeah. So, um, you, it's definitely worth it. Or sorry, not the but star. The, it's the, not the secret, secret rares are fifty, though, right? This How is much of the secret? Huh? So, Diviner of the Herald only has secret rares. Um, how much? Are, how much are they? It, right now, it's sitting about sixty-one dollars. So, I mean, if you play Drytron and that's like your main thing, keep them. Um, if you don't, I would sell them. It's just good money right now that you could spend on. A, po- a potentially like good DPE package or some good hand traps. Excusing is that's a card that could go up to eighty or ninety if Drytron comes back into the format. Oh yeah, <laughs> like Diviner's so broken in Drytron, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so y'all, you Drytron oh. players, you're getting um, some good uh, revenue from that. So the next card that I have actually with me, um, the one you were talking about earlier, is uh, Starlit Rare, um, Incredible Ecclesia, the Virtuous. So right now, um, probably middle of December, this card was very, very high. Very high. Yeah. Um, it's 
middle of December was $224 for a Starlet Rare. Now, literally within, like, literally the Bro, 16th, I think that was, I think that was released. That must have been release. Like, On release, it was like, there, so listen, there was somebody, and I could be wrong about this. Maybe no, it's a release different card, was but someone, November. Someone at my local shop paid 450 for it. Like, someone pulled it and was like, I'm going to, I'll give you 450 right now for it. Oh, my like, God. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, on drop, so like, on drop day, which was in November. Um, how much How much was it? Actually, I think, no, yeah, November. So, drop day was yeah, I'm, I'm really curious uh, $228 on, on drop day does it ever go up to day. 400 yeah it did it went up to about almost 400 in near the end of November yeah what well, like what was the price uh 316 316 so your buddy okay. that, that paid that been 400 for that card he uh got jibbed yeah, I mean, it might have been a different card, though. I might have been, but I mean, I mean, he paid a lot for it. I know it was like four hundred something. So, so it might right have been now, a different card. that doesn't sound right. Right now, it is sitting at fifty four dollars. So cheap. So cheap, especially if you're playing Sword Fuck Soul and you need to have three of them. Because right now like would be a, Starlight a great time. Ecclesia is fifty bucks. Yep. If you don't have them, buy them right now. Because I guarantee I know, I you, I just might pick up a playset of them just because. Fuck it. One hundred fifty, one hundred sixty bucks. I mean, you can't go wrong. Starlight rares. Yep, place it. Shit's unheard of. Oh, I know. Yeah, so if you want to get some, I would say don't sell them right now because this card has fluctuated so much within the last two months. It's kind of flatlined in uh, about end of Dece- uh, middle of December. It's like it. It's probably going to stay at this price probably for another good while unless they start playing it way more in the Albaz decks for next uh, next year. But other than that, I would keep them. I mean, they're great right now. It's a great card to have. Yeah, and they also, uh, what you don't realize, man, is they are a starter in the branded fusion decks. So you got to remember it also searches Fallen of Albaz, like like you just mm-hmm. said. So it it it, it Ecclesia is broken. I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up go- it's gonna dip, but I think it might eventually go back up. I mean, I could be wrong though. I could be wrong, but I think it, again, I think it really just depends on how much right. I think played. it'll go back up. Mm-hmm. Really just depends on how much Despi is played. So, yeah, those are both your cards. Yep. Cool. So yeah, that was our market watch for the uh, for this section of the podcast. Um, we want to go over quick. I mean, we've we've got quite a bit to talk about, man. This might end up being a two hour plus episode, like I said in the beginning. So we'll we'll just see how it goes. We might break it up into two parts. We might not. Um, we're actually not sitting it too long right now, believe it or not. We're getting through this pretty well. We usually, uh, we usually trail off quite a bit, so. <laughs> it's not um, wrong. It's, I mean, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not a bad thing at all. It's, it's pretty, it's mixed for great content. Um, as long as it stays on topic, you know, as long as they're not talking about something else. But, um, so the meta's, the format has changed quite a bit. <clears throat> Man, I've got so much, ugh, my stomach today has been so, so weird. Um, the meta, the format has changed quite a bit. Uh, in the last two months or so, there's been quite a big stir up, uh, mainly just because the release is so many different decks, um, as well as really DPE. Uh, Destroyer Phoenix Enforcer has completely overtaken the meta and has completely shifted um, the way people kind of deck build, the way it's they kind of structure their dude. decks. It's so annoying. But it is. It's it's God. extremely annoying. I mean, I, mean I, I personally love the card, but that's just because I realize how it's a great card. it is. Don't get me wrong. It's a great, great card. It's just it's broken. <laughs> it's just everybody. I mean, like literally everybody and their mothers is running. Broken, but... It's like 
It's like Dragoon. You know, everybody was like, oh my gosh, Verte Anaconda. Oh my God, fucking you see a Dragoon almost in every deck. It's literally going to be the same thing. And I guarantee you, maybe here in the next five to six months, Konami's going to release a different one, a different fusion card. Unless they ban, oh, yeah. unless they ban, uh, unless they ban the Predator Plant, then we won't. But it, I'm just tired of seeing it. That's probably why I don't run it. I'm just tired of seeing it in general. And I don't even think I, I, I've, I'm starting to see. You know, I think I was wrong on the last podcast about how we talked about. You know, one of our first podcasts about Predator Plant. If if you read Predator Plant, man, it's actually not super poorly designed. Like it limits you to a lot of things. I think really like there's like if if you you know, the, the recent, and again, we're going to talk about this more in depth, the OCG ban list where they banned Fusion Destiny. So they actually finally hit the problem Fuse from deck cards. Fusion Destiny is an old card. It was designed in a time when it was not this power crept, you know? Wait, so quick, it question. Not, it's, it's, quick question on that Fusion Destiny that we're on that topic because I was just kind of thinking about it. Um, so say you activate Fusion Destiny, someone ashes you. And you have two effect monsters on the field. Go into Verte Anaconda. Can you activate Verte Anaconda's effect? Oh yeah. To to send Burst of Destiny. Yeah. Send Burst of Destiny. <laughs> I mean Burst. You know what I mean. Fusion Destiny. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. See, that's a problem. Fusion Destiny should be limited, or at least semi-limited. Or wait, the turn is it the turn you activate this card? No, no. It's it's the turn after this effect resolves, right? Let me let me just read it to make a sure let me just let me just read it 100 because if it gets negated can you just activate it again yeah i'm pretty sure technically you if you had it in the hand right so say you had two fusion destinies no in the you hand. can only activate one fusion destiny per turn ah okay so if it gets negated i think you can activate it again because okay. it's not you can only use as a verte as a verte anaconda can you do that but you're asking a different you're asking a different thing. So listen, you're actually asking you have two good questions. You have two good questions. The first question you're asking is can you activate because you remember, you're only activating one fusion destiny and that's getting asked, right? Right. Verte doesn't do a second activation, it just copies an effect. There you go. So there you go. If you don't have a way that's that was my main thing, sorry. That was my main thing was Yeah, you can you can Verte after after Fusion Destiny gets negated for sure. And that's and that I think is a problem. Well, that's not, not a problem. It's the fact that you can still get to DPE regardless of what happens. Regardless of what happens, unless you have <laughs> unless you have two unless you have two unless you have. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but the, that's been the same way with Dragoon, though. Well, the thing I don't I don't think you could run. Can you technically run two red eyes? I mean, can you run like two red eyes fusion and still get? get the same thing if you activate red eyes fusion can you just go into virtual no if red eyes fusion gets negated you cannot summon predaplant see that's the problem okay but here, here's, so here's the thing so <laughs> that's the problem two, so we have this is okay so we're gonna get again we're gonna get and we'll just talk about it because it'll we'll just talk about this really quick because we're gonna get into it anyway the, the this is a situation where and i talked about this in depth with a lot of the more competitive players at locals that are all going to yts and shit and everything right and they all we all kind of agreed it's it's a case of three car three or four cards when they're all together make a bad group of, of kids. Does that make sense? They make a big group of troublemakers, right? They all when when they're all together, they all become troublemakers, but when they're all by themselves, they usually do fine. Does that make sense? It's when they all become together, they become troublemakers, right? So like in in the case of Dragoon I mean, let's just be fucking honest. The card is unbelievably overpowered. It should have never been printed. It's a ridiculous fucking card, right? It, it just is. 
it was never meant to be used with Predator plant. You mean abused by a Predator plant? Yeah. So, but here's the problem. <laughs> right? Here's but, but no, no, no. But, but here's what I'm. But let me let me finish. So this this is what I'm trying to say. There's two unique situations here. So in this case, yes, Predator plant is the problem. It's not Red Eyes Fusion because Red Eyes Fusion locks you in to no more summons the turn you use it. So in the case of Dragoon, Predaplant's the problem. In the case of Phoenix Enforcer, it's not Predaplant that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's not, It's not. Austin, how many people are running one Fusion Destiny versus three? Very little. Very little. Everybody's running three Fusion Destiny because do you care about hard drawing Fusion Destiny? You don't fucking care about that at all. You don't care. I don't fucking care. I want to see it in my opening hand as a last resort just in case. So because of the fact that people are barely using Verite to even go into, and they still are using it, but because it's being, Verite is not the problem in that scenario, whereas it's it is in the Destiny. scenario. It's exactly, it's Fusion Destiny. The Exactly, a card that doesn't limit, it doesn't, so again, it doesn't lock you in to no summoning the turn you activated. It's after, right? So again, that is a huge difference versus Red Eyes Fusion, right? It's all about, there's always going to be, so like all there, all those cards together, there's always going to be one card that kind of breaks all of them. Does that make sense? But it's always going to be different in each case. Like let's say they were to release a really broken new Neos monster in the next three months, right? Something that's better than Rainbow Neos, right? The card that's abusable by Neos Fusion, They'll have to eventually ban Neos Fusion because Neos Fusion does the same fucking thing as Fusion Destiny. You want to know something really funny talking about banning Neos <laughs> Fusion? So if anybody here that listens to the podcast plays Dual Links, uh, Neos Fusion was <laughs> probably, I think it was semi-limited or almost banned at one point because of how abused it was. Like, it, it's just, I remember when that happened, when they when they limited the, or semi-limited or whatever to the Neos Fusion, just how abused it was. That and masked, uh, mask change. Oh, I believe that completely. So it was just, <laughs> like, you could you could go in, Fusion summon a monster, mask change, go into another one, mask change, go into another one. Like, it's just, uh, it, it, that part was absolutely busted. But you're probably right. I mean, if they create another Neos monster where they just, they, you're probably right. But in the sense of what we were just literally just talking about, I think that the Fusion Destinies, because it, it's seeing so much play that Konami would be stupid not to at least limit or semi-limit, you know, um, Fusion Destiny. Because oh yeah, no, because Konami still wants people to play the card, right? So if they semi-limit mm-hmm. it, then they can then their only way of getting it out is either they hard draw and activate it from the hand, or they activate Vertanaconda Predator Plants effect. I don't dis- I don't disagree with you. I then, still think it should just then, everybody's abusing it. <laughs> then the math, then the math cuz you're big about these math and percentages of opening hands and drawing, you know, hard drawing or top decking, you know, a certain card. The math, you are less likely to get that fusion destiny in your opening hand if you only have two. Mhm. Mhm. So mm-hmm. then then probably people will stop bitching about DPE. Honestly, I'll stop. Bi- I, I'll stop bitching about it. I still think a semi limit isn't enough, man. I think it needs to be either be one or banned. Like really? Yeah. I like, guess maybe I'm getting it too much hard credit. Draw, but but think about it. if you hard draw, it just becomes sacky. Right. True. 
I mean, Austin, how many times have you saw, like, be honest, how many times have I gone into Alistair plus Elbitch set two and then still have a secure garden at Anna and Magical Meltdown? You're like, fuck, this board's already ridiculous. And then I fucking hard activate Fusion Destiny as my last card. You're like, God damn it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that shit's annoying. Like, yeah. nobody wants to see that. Like, yeah, well, then maybe at least then with, it should just be limited. I mean, in that respect, yes, it definitely should be limited. But that's what happens all the time in that in, in in Invoke Dogmatica, a deck that is literally being represented almost as much as sort like in the latest, I think Europe Remote Duel, it's actually represented more than Sword Soul and Tri Brigade. It's ridiculous. Like I play the deck. I know how good it is. It 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 technically still has had more success against your Sword Soul deck than Lyra Loose Tri Brigade has, which I think is just because I wasn't running Dark Ruler for a long time in Lyra Loose Tri Brigade. That card is broken, but <laughs> Dark Ruler's so fucking good, dude. God, I can't believe it's only like a $10 common. Pick those up. Well, you have, if those ever go up, like, pick those up. They're so good. Yeah, because if people, because if there gets into a comp, because if this next meta format becomes combo heavy, I mean, just a common of freaking Dark Ruler would probably be at like $50. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, Yu Gi Oh! is all about card advantage. You don't have to worry about dealing no damage if you nuke the board and then get your stuff. Like, and again, that that's another reason, Austin, why Phoenix Enforcer is so much more broken than the Dragoon package, too, sometimes, is like Celestial and Dasher are not Red Eyes, Black Dragon, and Dark Magician. Yeah, you don't got like, two bricks sitting in the graveyard. Or you got you, Those are two literal bricks. Literally do nothing to your hand at all. If anything, having one of those in your opening hand is a minus one. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Or and like Celestial two. lets you draw two. Exactly. <laughs> like, dude, have you, I mean, how many times have like... So what What, are they, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to limit Burst of Destiny, Dasher, and Celestial? I mean... No, 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 no. I think, I think, homie, I don't, I don't really, like, again, this is, this is, again, we're, we're getting too, we're getting too, well, I mean, I guess we are going to talk about the upcoming band, but this is all, all these topic discussions, you guys are just kind of all kind of synchronized into the own, into their own thing. We'll, we'll kind of do this own separate thing, but like, we're supposed to be talking about the, the band list and the meta shift, like, so, I, I don't think, I don't know, man. It really just depends. Konami's weird. It is a little more represent represent in the OCG than it is in the TCG right now, but what it's is? still a problem in the TCG. Phoenix so, Enforcer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Only forty wanna, plus percent sure of decks are playing that. it. Fucking ass. I mean, Sky Striker DPE is a thing right now. It's like a top four deck. Literally, like, you could put DP at the end of any deck, and it just will bro, probably. I put end it in water right now in sharks, which, by the way, that deck is pretty good, by the way. So, but yeah, our current meta decks. I mean, we got a few different current meta decks that we kind of put together as what are you know with a little bit of the recent uh, YCS Europe or the YCS Europe online. Uh, you want to talk about which ones they are really quick? Yeah, we got a few here. We have um, at the top What's of the, the list, Tribrigade Lyrilusk. All right, let's talk about let's talk about that one. <laughs> we'll, we'll go through it. Lyralusk Ship Brigade. Hate it. <laughs> he hates this deck. I, I think just a it. quick recap. Like the deck is uh, for people that don't know how it works. Um, basically, it's a bunch of little fucking small birds, and if you draw decent to okay birds to good birds, even if your opponent has a bunch of hand traps, they just keep popping. Is there the only so, deck that you can say I have literally nothing but monsters in my hand? And be okay with it. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I drew five birds. I drew five different birds. Oh my gosh! Wow, this is a god hand. 
Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. So stupid. It is so stupid. You can work through anything. It's it's crazy. Or if you get what is it? Bird call. You get if you act. If you have say you have four birds and a bird call, or or three birds, a jack and a hand, and a bird call. I mean, it's just like literally, literally fuck me, dude. Literally fuck me. I just like at that point when you just activate both those cards, I literally just want to throw my computer across the room. Yeah, so that deck, you guys, if if you don't, if if you've been playing, I mean, any of the competitive players out there know how it works. But if you played last year, you remember how Dragon Link kind of would end on six to eight interruptions standard, and even working through two hand traps, they'd usually end end on two to three. This deck does the same thing, and I would argue almost even better because they have a way to negate cards like Dark Ruler no more, um, um, and it's all part of their standard combo. So like a full board for them is usually a Keras, a Double Dragon Lords, a Samorg, an Apex Avion slash Barrier Statue, a 3 to 5 Material Assembly Robin, um, and a Utopic Draco Future. So you've got 8 interruptions there. Um, and then they also usually send Oath to the Graveyard, and because they'll have 3, they'll have a Beast Warrior, a Beast, and a Winged Beast, uh, they can negate a face-up spell trap card on activation from your opponent. So if they were to try to dark rule your board, you can banish Oath, negate oh, oh, that. And oh, and let's not forget game. fucking Harpy's Featherstorm. <sighs> it's pretty broken. Let's not forget about that oh, stupid-ass yes. card. Fuck, I forgot, I forgot about that Who card. cares about Oath? You just set that card <sighs> and just fucking piss off yeah, your so opponent that... next turn. Uh, it's yeah, not fair. I activate it's not fair. Oh, you draw. Oh, yeah, I activate Harpy's Feather. Draw Storm. phase, activate Featherstorm while con- controlling one d- normal summon DD Crow. <laughs> Literally jump off a cliff is what I would think after that card is activated. The only card that can stop it is Red Reboot. Yeah, going first. Who the like, hell you just can't has, stop it? Who the hell will have Red Reboot? You have to hard drop because it's limited to one. And it's a one of. Yeah, no one's gonna. No one's gonna have that. And that. And I. We'll talk. That about card it. might get banned. I hope so. I think that card will probably get hit. It, it, it's broken because it's it's meant to be a Harpies card, but you can just splash it. <laughs> Nobody expected that card to be in a Lyra Loose Tribe Brigade deck. Nobody. No, but I mean, I mean, since it's so broken, why not run it? I mean, okay, but here's the thing. If you draw it going first and you're running all Winged Beasts, I mean, do you want a free win? Absolutely. Who doesn't want a free I, win? I, I mean, how many times? I mean, how many times? Like, let's just be honest here on the podcast, and this isn't to make fun of you or anything. How many times, how- Austin? How many times have I drawn phase? You activate Harpy's Featherstorm, and I just, just literally scoop. pass, pass or scoop. Like, yeah, it's usually just it's usually a scoop. Sometimes it's a pass if your hand's godly enough, but like usually it's just a scoop. Like sometimes you'll normal summon Mo Yi set like three if you have like a lot of back row. And you'll try to you'll try to risk it out, but I usually have enough enough gas next turn to work through it anyway. Oh, yeah, Harvey's so Featherstorm is just broken. Stupid. So, uh, the next deck um, that we uh, that I want to talk about um, that's you th- in the current meta deck is Sword Soul, <laughs> which I've been playing and I've recently picked it up probably within only the last couple months, honestly, and I really really enjoyed it. So the basic and board. I love that deck. Um, I actually, I actually really like it a lot. It's a really great deck. Um, a really good end board that you want to have. It's really simple too. I mean, it's not like you're getting a completely just oppressive board, like like literally Tribal Brigade. The main thing is you're gonna end on a Chi Shao Sword Soul Chi Shao, a um, Sword Soul Grand Duke, and a. Um, and a Protos with a set blackout. 
that's it that's really all that's really all you need or if you can or if or you have like well, you don't i mean most ten, people or most people year. don't blind protos though no not all people don't blind protos but it's good to blind protos oh you're now. saying for dark you're saying for dark declaration. yeah yeah you just yeah you just act you declare dark and then that's if you hard rot though you're usually not searching it off of emergence right not not all the time i mean i have seen some people godly. get out <laughs> i have seen some people like start off with you know you could get out uh chi shao plus the um the yang zing um like people think that card's gonna get banned and i i mean you can probably talk more about it i i the card's insane right now against the meta people are pissed off because everybody's splashing dpe so if you just if you hard draw that card you have the beans to search it and you declare dark you just basically have said fuck you to the whole fusion destiny engine you're not absolutely which is which is insane it's absolutely great i mean i like maining it a lot of people will cite it but i absolutely (laughs) love maining protos just because I'll have the option to say, okay, he probably is... I mean, it's just a safe assumption that most people are going to be running DPE in the current meta format if you're going into a big... If you're going to go into a big regionals, you know, that a lot of people are going to be playing, you bet your ass you're going to be seeing a lot of DPE. So it's good to have one or two Protoss maining, in my personal opinion. Um, yeah, having the Protoss, having the Chi Shao, having the... Um, the What's-his-face? The... Uh, why is my thingy the Grand Duke? Whatever his name is, you know. Like, uh, wow, why did I just space? Oh, Cheng Ying. Yeah, Cheng Ying. Having Chi Shao Cheng Ying, one ten, one sword, uh, shaman. Uh, what is it? One monk of the ten. Shaman of the ten Yi. Uh, monk of the ten Yi. and having at least like a Vishuda in the graveyard, um, and having a set blackout. Because the fun thing I like about oh blackout. Uh, is um that you can actually activate blackout target target protos protos doesn't get banned but you get to free destroy two of your opponent's cards yeah the the thing the the thing that's hard about blackout is like you you can play around it if you keep one card but it's, it's damn near fucking impossible to it's really good i would argue that the deck is actually not insanely hard to play against but the problem is the back row that it sometimes generates in blackout mm-hmm. is it's just hard to play against, man. A double destroy is absolutely is difficult. People, yeah, I mean, there's a reason people are playing invoked dogmatica, and it's still a tier one fucking deck. At this I would point. say it's this deck is more row. responsive than just like pure pure term of offense. It's a great responsive. Uh, if you're going turn one, it's a great deck to have uh, against opponent turn two. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I I would I would fully agree with that completely. Um, but now, if your opponent has a, a really good, if you're going turn two, you know, it's uh, it's can be can be kind of hard to get out the cards that you want to on that, unless you're unless you're you know maining or siding the right cards. Like that's why I'm running at least I'm running a three of of Dark Ruler no more, and also having a three of of Imperm because you could Imperm something or you could. Um, you can start off by playing that. I mean, it's it. There are certain ways. You know, I've been playing a lot of different styles of the deck, but definitely the synchro synchro tenny is really good. Um, and then even if you wanted to, technically, I mean, if you have a Moya, you could you could actually get out uh, at Emancipator Ryzen and have that as an option <laughs> to you have used that, negate that the spell and trap. Or you can activate. You know, you can get out. You can do Draco Berserker turn one if you really wanted to, and activate a monster effect and banish it because then you can't use that monster or whatever it is. Um, 
but you know it just it just really depends on your play style and how you want to do it but it's the board is the board is not extremely oppressive but it is at the same time it is it, it really is i and say it hardly it's not takes any resources to use it at all what's up it hardly uses any resources to get that out too if you i mean if you get if you have one moye uh sorry if you have one yeah one moye and another sword soul card in your hand i mean you pretty much have full combo right there well, i just love it they, they designed that deck to be for blackout to be an integral part of how that deck works and konami basically said hey you got to run back row if you want to have a chance to beat this deck even if you get rid of all their fucking monster effects you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and that's not counting the 12 to 15 slots you guys usually have for hand traps because of how small the pure 10 is sword soul engine is oh God, anyway yeah. so the deck people are always confused like why is such a linear and simple deck that seems powerful on paper how is it tier one with how it doesn't do anything insanely crazy well it doesn't do anything insanely crazy but it's it's it is really powerful it's recursive it does it very 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 simply and it doesn't or very simple everything it does is very simple and it just does it like i keep trying to tell people it's the only deck that just special summons tuner fucking tokens out of midair and then you get a monster like Mm -hmm. it it, it's really good it's what it does is simple like it's it's super easy and simple and that that makes for a tier one you know tier two at least sometimes tier one in this case meta deck so the deck's not going anywhere. I don't think anything really needs to be hit. I mean, Protoss maybe, but again, if you're a competitive player, you have ways around that. It, it's just really annoying. The card is really good. I've lost to it a lot, but I don't find it anywhere near annoying as, you know, cards like Dragoon and other cards like that. So, like, I, I like it. I, I love the deck. I love the aesthetics, too. You know, I play Cheng Ying in my Synchro Eldritch deck, so. I would say Protoss is a great card to have if all your shit gets negated turn two and you just hard drew the it's Protoss so and then you just banish three different attributes in the graveyard because more more than likely you're gonna have if you have a moye and a long one in the hand or or and you have or really realistically if you have a moye and an emergence and a protos and you're going turn two normal summon moye activate gets negated and destroyed then you activate um or no negated or just and it's still in the field or whatever activate sword sword emergence Get that, uh, get long one to the hand. Send another sword soul to the soul turn to the graveyard. Boom, those things go away, and now you just and literally just banish those, banish all three of those cards and, uh, sorry, three of those monsters. And Protoss is great. I mean, then you just destroy whatever attribute is. What I usually do is I just destroy the most represented attribute on the field. You know, um, or what's most important, right? The, the I mean, card is broken. It has protection too. It can't be destroyed by card effects, which is insane. So. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's fucking. Broken. I mean, if it had more, to, if I, I feel like if it had more attack, I feel like it would be more broken. Like say it had like three thousand attack and twenty five hundred defense, I feel like it would be. Oh yeah, it'd be even more broken. But it's already strong as it is, man. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. So and yeah, so that's that deck. So the next one, um, Austin, I'm pretty sure you know way more about it than I do, but I'm yeah. Let me talk about this one because I'm Eldritch. happy about this one. <laughs> Eldritch. So this this God, I fucking love Eldritch. I will never, even though I've taken a break from it the last two months. Eldritch has been topping a lot in the OCG. It hasn't necessarily been the case in the TCG. It is a little bit represented, uh, represented, but it is a little bit different here just because we don't have Max C. Um, so in in the OCG it's topped a lot just because of uh, a scythe lock, um, which is another kind of issue that we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, that you know was kind of and again this is more more or less two or three weeks ago. The meta has shifted so much 
Like two weeks ago, it was different. A week ago, it was different. Three days ago, it was different. Today, it's different. Like it's been shifting so much the last month, uh, so up and down. So like two weeks ago, Eldritch was killing it in the OCG just because of Scythe Lock and everything else. And and right now, it's not going too crazy. But when it was topping two weeks ago, I mean, it was like, and it still is. It's still a meta deck. Like Pure Trap Eldritch is insane right now still with Floodgates, Goes and Match, Rivalry, sometimes TC Boo that they're sitting on. I mean, the deck just kind of, it you know, it, it, it does Golden Lord things and it does Spell and Trap things and it just kind of says, fuck the meta. You know, it's it's a ridiculous deck. Like, and nobody's really playing Invoked Variants right too. now. People are just... What's up? I hate Eldritch too. I mean, as good as the card is, I absolutely hate it because he says, "Oh, extra deck? Oh, who cares? He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> who cares about that? Oh, Spellar Trap. Okay, but think about this. Oh, way. who cares? What if it was a non-targeting send? What if it pulled a Dengirsu? Oh God, no. That'd be bullshit, dude. I would probably cry. Even I would be like, "That's almost bannable." I would but... shed a tear. Yes, it, it would. Yeah, it'd be pretty much borderline um, bannable for sure. Yeah, I don't have too much about it. I mean, Pure Trap Eldritch is pretty basic in what it does. If you know how the deck works, I don't. It doesn't need an introduction. I mean, it's it's a really really good deck. It's simple. It's just kind of boring to play sometimes. So, um, but I still love it. I love the deck. I I just think it's really it, it requires you knowing a lot about the meta and using your resources adequately because you don't get a ton of them, but the ones that you do are usually pretty full, pretty impactful if you know how to use them. You know what I'm saying? So. You really got to know how the format works to use Eldritch. Um, Phantom Knights, uh, the next one on here. Unless you, did you have anything else about Eldritch besides that you hate it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's good. I mean, I feel like more people should play it. No, I fully agree. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, you're good, bro. You can go to the bathroom. You can announce it on the podcast. I mean, the listeners don't give a shit if you got to go pee. If you got to go pee. <laughs> uh, he's gonna take a quick break and, and head to the bathroom really quick um i'm gonna keep talking about this other deck just because he doesn't specifically know i mean he, he does know a little bit about phantom knights but he doesn't play it a whole ton um so i've played it a little bit uh phantom knights is a, is a pretty good deck right now recently it's kind of gone more into the rogue category it hasn't really seen a lot of tops it, it did initially about a month ago i think it got a few top 16 cuts not anything too super crazy um, the deck's good. It's always been kind of rogue. It just got really good with the uh, DPE and Scythe Lock variant, um, <clears throat> mainly because it was abusing, D- like a lot of rogue decks right now are using DPE uh, to get out Scythe and lock the opponent out of the extra deck, and they took it to a whole other level because you could use it, um, and if people were dropleting the Scythe on the draw phase, you could just activate DPE to hit Dagda, or activate Bardiche's effect on the draw phase to get out the Torn Scales or whatever the fucking play is, I can't remember. You'd basically have to have two droplets in hand to stop the combo to be able to special summon from the extra deck, which is insane to me. Um, Phantom Knights is, is you know, a deck that isn't too insane. Like I said, always been kind of rogue, um, and I don't think it's going to get... I mean, again, Torn Scales just got limited to one in the OCG, and I don't know what that's going to mean for the for the TCG because the, it's not really been a, too much of a problem in the TCG. People have kind of solved that issue out for the month that it was happening, so it really wasn't too much of a problem. Um, you back? Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> you good? You feel better? <laughs> yes, I emptied the tank. I feel so much better now. <laughs> uh, don't worry. It's 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 a mature rating podcast. People don't people. Uh, we can say whatever the fuck we want. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we try not to swear too much on the show, but we really don't care. I try um, not to yeah. fucking swear. 
<laughs> we got a, we were talking, do you have any more, any more thoughts on Phantom Knights? I don't see him very much just because like I was saying, I feel like it's been solved. The whole scythe thing and how they abuse it. I feel like it's not too much of a problem anymore. And because torn scale is getting, getting limited, I feel it just has kind of changed things in I the mean, OCG. Uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, I think it is, uh, I mean, the only reason why Phantom Knights is even remotely good is because of Scythe and DPE. That is it. Oh, I agree. That is the only reason why it is meta relevant. And once Scythe gets banned, they will no longer be meta relevant. And then they're going to make room for Despia. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, uh, which is again, something we're going to talk about here soon. Um, see, that's Phantom Knights. Uh, again, decent deck, not insane was topping a bit, but just because people didn't know how to solve that problem. Sky Striker DPE, however, is a different story. So Sky Striker's always kind of been (sighs) a problem as yeah, not a pro- it's not a problem. Like the deck isn't nest. Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've lost to it hard, but also beaten it hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they can brick sometimes. They if they don't draw specific Sky Striker cards, they don't draw the engage. They don't get a way to search the engage immediately. Like they can brick sometimes, but with with DPE man, they it just takes the deck to a whole nother level because they have that recurring twenty five hundred body. You know, the Celestial Dasher draw two combo next turn is fucking insane, usually, because they usually just set all their cards. So, Sky Striker DP has actually been pretty good and has seen a lot of representation in actual events in the last two weeks. So, the deck's the deck is very good. Sky Striker's oh, yeah. always been a good deck, but it's been taken up a whole nother level with the DPE package. So I like how it's just, still relevant, honestly. Yeah, but Konami loves that deck. That deck's not going anywhere. Probably not. If anything, they're going <laughs> to bring back another engage. I know, yeah, the linkage or linkage or whatever or the hell whatever it's called. It Fucking new card. Like, they needed more support. They also got a searchable kaiju, too, if you saw that. Yeah, last thing we need is another freaking Sky Striker card that's could just break everything. Yeah, they have everything. It's ridiculous. Like, Sky Striker's insane. Like, but again... Homie, there's a reason a lot of their shit's limited because that deck was insane. Remember Sky Orcus Sky Striker? That deck was pff, before was Harpoor dumb. got banned. Oh god, dude, I, I I did some playing around with like banned stuff before our t- before my time when I was playing, and Jesus, some of the shit that people used to be able to do with those decks. My God, Pepe oh god, full pal and Performa pal and stuff. Oh, it's busted. Man, it was it was terrible. So the last deck for the meta um, that has been seeing a ton of representation has actually seen. In the latest European Remote Duel YCS, uh, more representation than Sword Soul. Um, I think it said like 42, 42 of these uh, is Invoked Shettle Dogmatica uh, DPE. And here's what's crazy about all these decks. Shettle should be used very lightly in these terms because people are literally running three Shettle cards. Um, they are main decking one Schism. They are extra decking one Winda, and they are extra decking one Apcolone. And the reason for this is because Nadir Servant pitches Apcolone. Apcolone adds back Schism. Schism gets you your Winda using either Phoenix Enforcer, Celestial Slash Dasher, or any other dark monster that you can muster in the deck, which there is a decent amount of them, especially if you're playing the Invoked Engine. So it was sometimes... a great deck overall. I what? love it. I love that deck. It's a great deck overall. Invoke Shadow Dogmatica. I'm, I'm so yeah. I'm just I'm. But this really is a different variant than the one you played. There, there's no Shadow cards in the main deck. Oh, never. Nope. There's only one Schism, dude. You know that, right? And then is that what makes it? If, if then is that what makes it a that's Invoke Shadow th- deck? Is just one Schism. It's, it's 
Yes, it's all invoked. It's a bunch of dogmatica, and there's like literally one schism, and some of them one like run like one beast, like maybe, but it's like literally a three to four card engine. Because when does that fucking op? That's like that's why a lot of people are calling for it when they get banned again this format because uh, when to boo fucking who, like. Play Forbidden Droplet, play Dark Ruler, play Kaijus. Like, there's so many outs to those cards. Like, stop using all 40 card slots for a pure engine. You have to play going second cards if you want to beat meta decks. Like, you can't just you have mash to. out. There's no, there is, you, there's, like, you have to. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Or at least, like, and if you don't, you just save the money to get it. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to be a meta player, you have to be able to have that. Yeah, so I'm saying you got to be able to have some form of either bait negation or like ways to get through a board because you're just not going to be able in today's game you're just not going to be able to power through shit. Um, unfortunately, I mean, am I salty that when window comes out? Absolutely, but so at the same I. time I can't and be I salty. <laughs> what? I mean, I said at the same time I can't be salty. I mean, it's not. It is not that powerful. Than I mean, what people it is, bring it. In. It is though. Like I'm, but we're not bitching about it. The point is, the point is, the card is unbelievably good but it's not broken it's 2200 attack it there's so it, it's it's you can it's still work yes it, it can't be destroyed by car what you can work through it yeah you can work through it like it dies to to a lot of things like it's not like it's dragoon like it can still be targeted it can't be destroyed by card effects but it can still be targeted and it can be kaiju it can be dark ruler it can be Dropleted. there's so many ways to out that card like forbidden chalice imperm like there's so many ways to beat that card if you choose to play those cards, like if that, like think about, this is what I always say to people, like if you're running a specific deck, you know, run set going second cards that cater to the problems you have. So if your deck dies to Winda, run going second cards to beat Winda or cards that are like Winda. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes my decks can't get through big boards. That's why I run three Forbidden Droplet and three Dark Ruler because they're the best cards right now, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to mention they're insane. super expensive. I mean, I mean, Dark Ruler more is actually affordable. It's a more yeah, it's a more affordable bucks. dark uh, forbidden droplet. But forbidden droplet, I mean, it is a great card to play in addition to Dark Ruler. It is, it is. It but is. if you are um, playing on a more budget side, then just play like three imperm and just three imperm three Dark Ruler. You're gonna have to play more hand traps to compensate for the droplet. Yeah, that's what I always tell people is like if you're trying to play if you're trying to play on a medium budget and you know you're gonna spend at least sixty to hundred bucks on hand traps, get three super rare imperms and three common dark rulers because that's sixty bucks, and then you can go buy like three effect veiler. You know what I'm saying too? And then you have six, you have nine hand traps that are insane right now. So, like, and that's you know what like sixty four bucks for. I mean, it still seems like a lot, but you actually have hand traps like those. That's what I run. I run three imperm, three dark ruler. And one drip because that's all I have right now, and I mean I've done great against You've a lot still of been decks. Pretty successful, yeah. Yeah, I mean I. I, I mean even fucking... just having two drips is fine. Yeah, even be just better. I don't like running three in Liralusk just because I don't like the discard in Liralusk. Like that deck is so gassy as it is that I just don't. But that's for a different discussion. Um, invoke Shadow Dogmatica. Yeah, again a really really good deck right now in the format just because it's control based, but it puts out a lot of disruptions and has a lot of recursion. Um, especially with the DPE package splashed into it. It's probably the best deck right now to splash the DPE package. Um, or Dragoon. The, you, could, huh? you could easily splash Dragoon in that deck and still be just as successful. Yeah, you know you know what's funny? Can I? And I just have to say this. Isn't it crazy? I was playing this deck but with Eldritch like two months ago. 
Like, remember when I was like, I'm, I'm probably going to have to switch from Synchro. And I did. And then everybody started playing Alistair again. Everybody started playing Invoked. Like, I just think it's great. Everybody, like, everybody starts playing Invoked at the beginning of a format. But this time it's actually stuck around as one of the best decks. So, um, I think the next thing that I want to talk about, uh, since those are the current meta decks, and we've kind of talked a little bit about the meta shift and how it's went from more combo-based, or from more from control-based to kind of more combo-based again, and there's still a decent amount of control in the meta, like, especially with, like, the... Controlled the combos. Yeah, there, it's just, the, the meta's in a weird place right now. It's not super solved, and we've switched, like, now that Despia is being introduced, you know, Shark is becoming something that's actually decent, that might be something, but I don't think is going to be anything better than Tier 2, even though I play the deck, um, and think it's really good. I just don't think it is um, going to be anything better than Tier 2. Uh, I think we should talk about the upcoming ban list because I think that's something that's going to be, you know, it's, it's a big topic of discussion, man. Like, uh, um, a lot of people think it's going to be a slaughter fest. I don't know what you think about that, and a lot of people think it's not going to be a slaughter fest. I hope it's I don't a slaughter think it fest. Is. What? I'm honestly hoping for a slaughter fest. Now, well, I know you are. I know you're thing, hoping for a slaughter fest. I hope it'll become a slaughter fest. I mean, it, it just in general, like I don't even if it hit, gets cards hit that are that I'm playing, I still think that should be a slaughter fest. I think that this meta is past due for a complete just knife to the gut to the ban list. <laughs> in my personal okay. opinion. No, no, I I understand. A lot of I people mean, share that opinion. And you know, and I and granted, I like all the decks but i just i think that it the tcg and the ocg are so different and i know that the ocgs their their ban list probably won't change at all they might get a couple of them but or they might get a couple of things off of it you know because it's just changing so much um but the tcg there's just there's just too many things wrong with it i mean i I just think that they should probably do something. I don't know what they should do. I just know it needs to be done something. Like, I could talk all day what I think, what cards could be limited, semi-limited, unlimited again, um, but it still won't change anything. I just know that it's something should change. Like, okay, so for instance, I'll, and, and I'll just... So you got to give me something, bro. cards that I personally think, just after playing with them, against them, what have you. Uh, the first thing that I obviously that I speak so strongly about is um, what is it? Assembly, assembly Robin or the um, <laughs> recital starling recital starling. Sorry. Recital starling. Yes. The detached to add one. I mean, that's, that's almost like a, it's, it's almost a similar effect that what Zodiac does where it just kind of stacks on top of each other where like where you had the broad wall and the other stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's a, the non once per turn stuff I think should just be hit a lot more heavier than some of the stuff that's only once per turn or once per duel or whatever that card. I mean, cause without it, I mean, it would hinder you a little bit, but it wouldn't hinder you so much where it's just like, it's like trying to make something a little bit more fair. Like I'm not trying to say, Oh, well all these, Oh, it would hurt, man, but it definitely would the hurt. The end board would be less. Exactly. So every time get, it'd be a little bit easier. Like, and then another card that I'm pretty sure a lot of people think should get banned is, um, Scythe. I think it, or Scythe isn't cause is Scythe unlimited eh. right now? Is Scythe unlimited? It's unlimited, but it only was okay. a problem for a little bit because of uh Okay, so just uh, set it to one. Mines. Just set it to one, then. I mean, if only people I think you should ban Dagda. I think Dagda is an issue. Dagda is a Scythe problem. is fine, but it's 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 Dagda's a fucking problem. 
Yes, Dagda should probably get banned. Limit or bet, just ban Dagda. Um, another card that I think should <laughs> be um, <laughs> limited. I th- honestly think Protoss should be limited to one, and I play and I play Protoss. I honestly think it should be. Pl- I think it should be set to one, just kind of like how Eva was set to one. Most people were playing mostly just one Eva or two Eva anyway. Or most people, most people are playing one Protoss anyway, though, aren't they? I mean, not that I've seen. I've seen people play two to three. I think that could help. I, I don't think it's as much of a problem anymore as people think it is. I think emergence should be hit too, maybe to two. Yeah, I, I think if anything, if you're gonna if you're gonna hit Lyralusk and you're gonna hit Invoked and you're gonna hit Fusion Destiny and you're gonna hit all these other decks, even if they are soft, I think you gotta give Sword Soul a little bit of a consistency hit because let's be honest here, man, like it's too Sword new, Soul's though. really Konami consistent. won't do it because it's too new. It might not be on this ban list, but it'll probably be on the one after. I, I could see them hitting emergence. Emergence isn't their money card. It's 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 Moyi. Moyi's their their baby, their sugar baby. So right is Ecclesia, huh? I mean, right now it is. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, what, how much is emergence? Like what? A five six dollar card? Oh yeah. Like if even that, like it's cheap. It's not expensive. Like they they could and they could milk a little more. I don't I don't see it happening though. Like I. I mean maybe. Do you think do you, I have been reading a lot of other things too about Imperial Order becoming banned? Do you think that that should be banned? Yes or no? Uh, yes, yes. You think Imperial yes. Order should be banned? Yes, set to just banned altogether. It's sacky, man. Like as much as I love the card because I love drawing it, but like I mean, let's be honest, it's so sacky. It is sacky, but it's also a very great card. Um, it's a great card, but homie, it's the definition of monkey flip card, monkey win game. Yeah, true. That card should be banned. I think also uh, Fusion Destiny should be limited to one or at least two. I agree with you. I think it should be limited to one or banned. One, You think one or banned, not one or two? I think one or banned. Anything else in that DPE package if, that if, you think if, should if, be limited? If he, what? You think any anything else in that DPE package should be limited? No, I don't think so. I don't. Again, I think Fusion Destiny is the problem card. Everybody's splashing three of. I think if you put it to one, people will only play one. You have people that will still splash it, but then you don't have to worry about hard drawing it. It becomes sacky, um, and then uh, the the Destiny players. I th- I still think have a way to search that card. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. I, c- I could be wrong. But regardless, it doesn't fuck the Destiny players. I don't think too hard. And it still allows the meta to kind of be shifted a little bit, but not to the point where running three fusion destiny means everybody fucking splashes it, which people still will, but then they don't hard drop. They still have to make Predator plant and risk two monsters. So a couple of things that I think should come off the ban list. Um, so, cause you know, a lot of people think, Oh, well tread know, lightly. I know a lot of people say, Oh, well that people think should be banned or, you know, what do you want to come off, sir? I want to hear it. Honestly, honestly, I'm not asking for much, but I think, I think maybe giving us one extra call by the grave would be nice. Um, mm, it's, that's risky. It's hopeful, but uh, just one extra. Just one. And even though it's only limited to one, I think it would be nice to have just one extra call by. I don't think they will just because of uh, Crossout still decently new. But, yeah. and also, I don't know, called by is a dangerous card at two. It's, it's a busted card at three. You know what I'm saying? And it's a really good card at one. Huh? Well, more people will want to play it. More people will want to play it, so therefore, you know, there's, they'll have to make room for that. They'll have to accommodate for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, say if... But how good is that card? It's very good. 
It's insane. But how good is Crossout Designator? Just as good? Not as... No. Crossout is not as good call by. Think about it this way. If you have a call by, I have a set call by, and you designate the call by, it would be at least nice to have another call by. Not in the hand, but just in general. Yeah, but think about it this way. Called by doesn't require you to, to fucking run any of those other bullshit in the deck. You don't have to run an Ash, a Nibiru, a Valor, an Imperm. You can just run three called by or two called by and be like, oh, dude, I'm good. <laughs> like, it just, it requires less. I don't know. I, I think I am in the camp that if called by ever came back to three, I would probably hold a party at my apartment. But, like, dude, that card is insane to me. Like, the card is broken. I hate that card. I love it, <laughs> but I hate it. <laughs> I think it's dangerous putting it back to do personally. Honestly, I don't. I don't. I feel like people would get really ecstatic if it came back to two. If it came back to three, people would shit their pants. It'd be a mandatory run three of, and it might honestly be the only card in existence right now that would be a mandatory run two of. Oh, a call like, by? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what's so dangerous about it. Konami doesn't like cards that are mandatory run of cards. I think maybe a couple, maybe another card that might get, maybe that would be nice to come back off um, that we haven't seen in a long time is Solomon Great Gazelle. Maybe put it at two. I think Gazelle could come back to two or three, actually. Or maybe it would be even nice to see some of the jars come back. Maybe Morphing Jar come bring, come back to two. Fuck you know? no, you can't. That card cannot come back. It he said it. Fin- I knew he was going to say something on this podcast finally. That that was gonna be like nope nope and there I knew he was gonna mention morphing jar come on that cannot come back Austin no it should it should though I mean at least a Austin, two that card no I mean because what exactly does it do again it, it sends all the cards it's a flip effect does it shuffle back in the deck flip effect um I if I remember correctly it shuffles back into the deck. Let me let me see if I let me both see if I can car, oh, it's a flip card. effect. Both car both players discard as many cards as from possible from their hands. Also, after that, each player draws five cards. Discards? Yeah, both players discard That's as broken. many cards as possible from their hands. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's, all a, for, all it's right. a forcible discard. All right. Hold on. I drive. I draw five Eldritch cards. I discard that. Draw five new. Are you pissed? <laughs> No. Homie, you are going to be if I mill three Eldritch cards and then a Golden Lord himself. Okay, maybe. That card's broken. Isn't there like a Morphing Jar number two that does the same thing but shuffles it back into the deck? That's balanced. Austin, how... Do you, I can't tell you how many times I've sat with a new deck that like has a graveyard interaction. I'm like, okay, how can I find generic shit that sends shit to the graveyard? Like, anything that sends to Graveyard generically is just broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just is. No, absolutely. Discarding an entire hand and then going... I mean, think about it. If I had had all... Like, let's say I milled an Eldelixir of White Destiny, Eldelixir of Scarlet Sanguine, Eldelixir of Black and Awakening, Guardian of the Golden Land, and Conquistador. Do you know I just went plus five? Do you know I just went plus ten? Yes. Or plus five? I'm going to fill out my back row and I'm going to have five cards in the hand. That's pretty great. So, like, Morphing Jar would be immediate run three of an Eldritch, which is which is insane. Um, but I don't think that card could ever come back. It's just like, oh, I think some people, like, some people think that, like, the... Uh, sorry, you guys. My bad. It's been a long day for, for me. 
I don't know about you, but it's been a long day for me. <laughs> um, I think cards like Astrograph Resourcer and sh- Astrograph Sorcerer and shit can come back for pendulums and like those cards. Like you were saying, once per turn cards should just not ex- non once per turn cards should just not exist. Like or at least be or at least be limited. You know what I'm saying? Or a rat like, or something. Yeah, I mean, just they they need Konami needs to go through each and every single one, and they need to be like, okay, what's the problem here? Because these non once per turn cards that were made such a long time ago, I mean, are ble- being abused. They're not just they're not it. It's not just like oh let's just use them. No, they're being fucking abused. And that's a problem because then the next thing you know, next thing you know, oh, well, the next fucking deck archetype comes out and then like, oh, my God, here's a bro- here's a busted non once per turn card. Like like literally when Drytron became relevant, then then they used um, the fairies. I mean, like it does non once per turn fairies and the rituals like those cards were not meant to be used in that deck at all, but instead they were abused. Oh, yeah, but Konami's all about that nowadays, though. True that. I think maybe... I think maybe that um, Malicious could probably go back to one. Or maybe three. I'm not... Mm, Malicious Bane? Yeah. No. Just her Malicious. I've talked to a few hero players, and I've looked at Austin. That crap. Do you know it? You know it? That, that card... Have you seen what that card does? Yes. It's Banished and Special Summon the same card. I know, yeah, but it's. I don't think it's once per turn. Is You're right. it? You're right. It is not once per turn. Damn it! No, that, just just, that just completely just like. <laughs> yeah, not no, once no, per turn no. cards. No, cannot be. Okay, so, dude, nah. Yeah, nah. This card can't come back to three. Like, it. it it's basically. Homie, it, it's basically a dragoon. <laughs> like it, it's yeah. basically a dragoon without the targeting protection. It's it's broken. Like the, I don't think it can come back. I mean, it, it's not as good as dragoon. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I think maybe hero players are finding maybe, ways to get out a few of them. Maybe they should bring back some back of the pendulum stuff because I know they're just releasing no. some other. No, I just said that astrograph sorcerer. Fuck no. Okay, like maybe plush fire can come back. Monkey board cannot come back. Fucking like Skullcrabat Joker is already coming back to three. Fucking um, what's what's the other one? Um, Double Iris Magician's a good card, but it's not enough to break the format open. But like, like I said, like Monkey Austin, a lot of the reason Performa Pal and Pepe was so broken was because of the generic looping and negation that they could pull off. You know what I'm saying? So like they like Astrograph Sorcerer, like 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 let me let me see if I can find like What about hitting sh- maybe some of the cards that are neither player, like neither player cards? Yeah, so like yeah, no that's what I'm saying though. Like you don't pull a Cali effect on me, bro. Don't don't be like this. So like like <laughs> what's uh what's the uh th- what, Colossus? Um, Colossus can never come back, and anybody no, that no, says no. that should go die in a hole. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like I was just saying as an example, is like maybe something that they can oh, potentially not- hit, or, or cards that are neither player, or maybe make those a little bit more accessible. Because if they're if it's gonna be like this, then like Inspector Board, make come the, on, make, that should be oh. at least limited to two or one. Oh, I agree with that. Artifact Lancia, I mean, it could probably be it could probably use a ban list. 
I mean, there's just certain cards on this that are like either player can special summon except these cards. Oh no, I fully agree with you on that. I do. I fully agree with you on that. Like um, wind barrier statue, like wind barrier statue, cards. I think should probably be either banned or limited. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. That card's a little limited broken, to one because but... most people only play them anyway. So it's not yeah. like they're. It's not like they can't get super pissed if you play it or main it. But um, but at you least know. banned because it's just like it. It prevents the opponent from playing the game. Like it does. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, no, I agree with you. Um. It'll just be interesting. I, I, again, I don't know. It's either going to be a slaughter fest or it's going to not be. I'm nervous to see what it does. So I'm praying for a slaughter fest. I know you are. I know you are. Because you're a sword soul player, you know your shit's not going to get hit. But (laughs) no, it has nothing (laughs) to do. It has nothing to do with just like I know sword soul. I'm just saying, like I think it's past due for a, a good slaughter fest. I mean, it's a new year, yeah, but new it, meta, it new different changes. If it doesn't need a slaughter fest, why do a slaughter fest though? It doesn't need. I it. think it needs one. I think it needs one. Yeah, Most people might say otherwise. So. They're like, oh no, no. Oh, like then what? Okay, then let, let's just say this. Okay, ban Mystic Mind. Get rid of it. Say no <laughs> to the Mystic. <laughs> well, Mind. Mystic Mind's actually seeing competitive play though. That's what. I'm, but that's just what I'm saying. I mean, like I think I think things like that should be banned. But that's just me because it's like it. it <laughs> Cards well, yeah, that, if it becomes a problem. Cards that prevent your opponent from playing the game in general should be banned, if not limited to one. I don't disagree with you. I don't dis- I don't like nether player floodgates. Because at the end of the day, all we want to do is have a good time and be game. competitive at the same time. You know? Yeah, I know. But if we can't do either one of those in general, then what's the even the fucking point? I know. Yu-Gi-Oh has changed so much, unfortunately. They need to um, go through each and every single card. And just be like, okay, guys, some of these old cards are broken and they're not once per turn and they're being abused. What should we do about this? Oh, you know, I fully, I fully agree with you. But I doubt they will. Just knowing that they just because you know each ban list has surprised us all. <laughs> so we'll just have to wait and see until see what happens. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Um. So yeah, I mean, do you have any other thoughts on the ban list on what you think is going to happen or? No. Okay. Yeah, we'll just have to see. Like I said, it'll be curious to see what Konami does, and I'm assuming they're going to end up, uh, you know, releasing it early like they always do. But, uh, see, I want to talk a little bit. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some other stuff here, but let's take a quick break because we're a little bit over an hour now. So we're going to take a quick break here, you guys, and we'll get back. Uh, we're going to talk about Branded Fusion. Um, we're going to talk about our weekly format discussion problem, uh, which uh, I'm just going to say it now. We, we need to talk about Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. It's a problem, and it needs to be discussed. So we're going to we're gonna get a little bit in on that. Uh, as well as talk about Brandon Fusion, like we said, Brothers of Legend, um, Albaz Strike, and uh, we'll just wrap it up from there. In these, new, these new structure decks and these new deck, these decks. I'm really excited. Exactly, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk to you guys here in a bit. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back here soon. Sounds good.
And we're back. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys missed us. <laughs> I missed you, baby. I missed all you lovely people. Oh man, I miss podcasting, man. We're we're gonna we're gonna make this back as our usual thing again. We just had to get everything figured out. So and he got an he got a new Yeti Yeti X, so everything should sound okay, beautiful. Okay, by the now. way, this podcast not is not sponsored by anything by any means. This podcast is not sponsored by any means, but by Yeti. <laughs> by Yeti? You mean by yes. blue microphones? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you really not like sponsored, that mic, don't but it's, you? A, it's fantastic. You guys, yes. I just gotta say before we continue, he went out and fucking splooged and bought like the whole shebang, like bought like the microphone stand, the pop filter, the freaking the everything you could imagine to make sure that he's got the primo podcasting setup, cream de la crop. Honestly, though, it sounds great. It looks great. It sounds great. I'm excited to see a. Uh, how it turns out. So hopefully it sounds good on your guys' end when you go to listen to us today. We're so, getting up in the world, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting there. Podcast with the fourth rate duelist. We haven't. Yep, yep, yep. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, so we left off with the uh, meta shift, the bandless discussion. Uh, I want to get on to Branded Fusion now, talk a little bit about Despia. It's gotten so much support in the last month. It's kind of ridiculous. Branded Fusion, though, and I don't want to go too in-depth on it because, again, I haven't played it a ton, but Branded Fusion is kind of an insane card. So there is this interaction with Branded Fusion, and what Branded Fusion does is it allows you to fusion summon a fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from your hand, deck, or field as fusion material, Um, but you cannot fusion summon monsters from the extra deck to turn. You activate this uh, card except for fusion monsters so it hard locks you into fusion monster summoning from the extra deck the turn that you do this yeah but if you're playing destiny or a dpa that doesn't fucking matter what you do because you're gonna play fusions anyway there are so many combos right now that and i can just read off a few of them because i I, you know i played the despia eldritch deck and it kind of revolves around albion lubelion and mirror jade and a lot of these cards but what people are doing uh right now um is like with Albaz and Dark Magician, you can summon the new fusion monster, uh, which is the uh, Lubelion, or I think Albion. You discard a card and you fusion for Dragoon while resetting Dark Magician. Um, there's just a lot of things that you can do with it that are really, really good. It's going to break a lot of decks, not just Despia open. So the card's insane. It doesn't really work with Anaconda um, because... The point of how it works is you're not just getting out one fusion monster. It's meant to kind of keep popping off and keep going. And in Despia, it's insane because it interacts with Albaz, it interacts with Aluber, and they all kind of... If you do the combo right, you can kind of recur your hand completely for next turn while having a bunch of interactions and interruptions because they all activate their effects on summon, so it's really hard to kind of interact with them and beat them. I've already lost several times with their Loose Tri Brigade and my Invoked Dogma DPE deck. Um, and Sword Soul. Let's not forget Sword Soul. Yeah, I've the, deck's, lost that, the deck's really good. a good amount of times too. Yeah, the, deck, the deck's insane. It's really good. Branded Fusion's going to be an insane card. I'm just curious to see who... And I'm still playing around with it. I'm trying to figure out because I, I know there's... I hate to say it this, Austin, but I think Cali Effect King of Games was kind of right about what? on this how busted this deck will be in this upcoming format. Despia? But okay, but he said that before it got all this support, though, dude. He's been on the Despia wagon for a while. Yeah, but that was before he got Branded Fusion. 
He didn't know about that. He didn't make that video when Branded Fusion existed. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, Callie's right. It's going to sound like I fucking hate Callie. I love Callie Effect. I just think the dude does a lot of fucking hot takes. So, that's just my opinion. I love the guy. Callie, if you're listening, I love you. You're an amazing dude. I just think some of your takes are ridiculous, my man. But, hey, if you think Despy is the best tech, all the power to you. That's fine. All I'm saying is... When, we, when they got Branded Fusion, it, it, it took the deck from pretty damn good to, fuck, this deck's something you got to look out for now. You know what I'm saying? So It's currently slept on, but it won't be much longer. Very, very, very slept on. Um, yeah, no, it won't be much longer. That's, that's for sure. Uh, <clears throat> if you're smart, ladies and gentlemen, I would start picking up those cards now. Oh, yeah, 100%. When they're practically nothing. A Luber. Well, not a Luber's expensive as shit, but... But I mean, it just think, I mean, once it sees more like TCG playing and regionals and remote duels and events, um, it's going to be a lot more expensive. So if you're considering or thinking like, man, this is a really good deck. I mean, I'm even considering probably getting it myself or to consider maybe start playing it now because it's, it's just, they're just going to get more support. Fallen of Albaz has been getting so much support for some weird reason, but it's going to, they're going to get more of it. And I can see that happening. Oh yeah. No, no, a hundred percent. I, I fully agree with you. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, Konami really likes Albaz and Despia, man. I don't, I don't understand why it's, it's really weird. I mean, they all kind of like Dogmatica, man. How many different Dogmatica cards there are? I know the Ecclesi- the Ecclesia lore and everything. It's great. I love Dogma. I I love all all that shit. Personally, I think it's a great archetype. It's really cool. I love the lore behind it. So, um, I mean, did you have any other thoughts on Rated Fusion? I didn't want to go too in depth on it. I w- eventually we'll mm-hmm. probably do a podcast that, that kind of goes over Despia because I do want to. There's so I'm I'm gonna probably take a day or two and kind of try to build my own version of it that's to my liking and see what I like the most and kind of become a master of it. You know, well, not necessarily, um, huh? Speaking of Albaz, I mean, why don't we just talk about the structure deck Albaz Strike that's going to be coming here pretty soon. Yeah, Looks we like can actually, yeah, we'll, we'll bridge the gap to that. That was going to be the next thing anyway. So, yeah, we'll just talk about Albaz Strike. I mean, I've got the list pulled up here. That that structure deck, man, is going to be <clears throat> is going to be ridiculous, honestly. Uh, I'm looking at the card list now. Um, I thought, uh, I thought it had, I thought, do you have the full card list? Yeah, I do. I mean, I got look. It looks like here there's a total of uh, 46 cards in the structure deck, um, and five tokens, which is really cool that they're giving us some token cards, because um, you don't see that very often. Um, do you want me to just um, read them off one by one, or do you want me to just kind of pick and choose which ones I think? Where um, Where are you getting the list from? <clears throat> Uh, cardcluster.com. Ah, okay, that's where I'm clicking now. Give me a second just to load it because you know I got this nice new internet. Consists of five ultras, three supers, thirty-eight commons. Oh yeah, okay. So are you reading from the top like Tri-Brigade Macorier and shit? Mm-hmm. See, let's. I mean, let's go through them. I mean, th- we can go through. I mean, I'm already. I mean, Sprint. The, all these cards are great. So Fallen of Albaz. I mean, <laughs> that's self-explanatory. Uh, Albion is one of the cards that you Look need. Look at Floridellis is getting a reprint. Huh? <laughs> Floridellis is getting a reprint. Yeah, I think the, an ultra Floridellis is only like a buck or so. So, But that's nice. But they're making a lot of things more, a lot more affordable. I Which mean, oh, nice. I just want to talk about really, really quickly is 
just to name a few things that I think is going to be absolutely awesome, the fact that they're actually reprinting some of these cards. I mean, one effect failure. Then uh, on top of that, we're getting Sark, Gold Sarcophagus, Pot of Extravagance, Caught by the Grave, Dark Ruler No More. Um, Bro, the Collapse of Serpent. Waking the Dragon, Dimensional Barrier. I mean, we're getting some really good reprints of some stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Brand Fusion, but that's Pot of not Extravagance? Like I forgot yeah, about Pot that. Yeah, Pot of Extrav. Dark mm-hmm. Ruler and Called by, bro. So they're saying, so what I think... Ice Dragon's to Prison? Do, they're trying to make things more affordable. I mean, I think that they're going to reprint these in Ultras and, and Supers and make these more affordable for all of us that play like play a lot of them in the meta, which, I mean, which is going to be really nice, you know, come March, but it just goes to show wow. well, with, with these cards that are here... Um, what's going to be limited and what's going to be changed. Because if they're going to be giving us these cards... If you had to guess... Sorry, keep going, keep going. Um, if, um, you know, with this new stuff, are they going to are they going to ban certain cards or are they going to add certain cards? That's basically where I was going with that. Mm, that's a good question. Like, I don't see any real... Like, why would they <clears throat> give us... Why would they give us reprints of Gold Sarcophagus and call by the grave if they're only going to stay limited at one i mean you're not you're not wrong um because if they're only going to if they were going to keep it at one i mean this is just speculation if they were going to keep it at one and they're only going to give us an ultra rare come on dude they i mean that means that they might make it at least to two you're, you're not wrong you're not wrong um huh you're not wrong there's a lot it's of only really speculation. It's only in speculation. It's only in speculation. completely wrong. What a... I'm trying to think here. What a... I mean, five ultra rare, su- three super rares. What do you think is going to get the ultra rare? What do you think is going to get super rare? Well, Albaz Strike. I mean, it's pretty <coughs> self-explanatory. I'm pretty sure Fallen, Al- Fallen of Albaz will get one. Yeah. Um, Fallen of Albaz probably be either an ultra or super. Branded Fusion will get one. Mm-hmm. Um... Any of the br- and maybe maybe some of the branded stuff might get it. I um, bet, but one of Extrav called by our the Mirror Jade Ice Blade. Mirror Jade Ice Blade will probably will probably yeah, get one. That'll, that'll be a that'll be a. Foil. Or who knows? Maybe they might set the ultras to the tokens. They might give the tokens the ultras. I think the Ecclesia token is supposed to be an ultra. Do we even? Oh, that's really cool. That's I really could be cool. wrong. The art though. for the art for it. Isn't it though? Um, Isn't it dope? Yeah, she's so cute. And then the <laughs> the Tri-Brigade is gross. God, why do we have... That is disgusting. Yeah, I hate weird. that token. That is ugly. Trust me. The Tour Virtuous, that's cool. Tour Virtuous, that, that one's cool. Now, I kind of like the Luber of Wicked Dogma. I'm pretty sure that was actually... Because Konami just did recently did a thing where they got um, user submissions for card art. And I think that some of these car that these tokens are actually user submitted stuff that Konami decided to put onto cards. If mm. I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard, I don't know if you saw that or heard of that or if you're Wh- just not hearing, hearing it now. So from what I remember, I think <coughs> there was a certain time that I was reading on the TCG player that Konami was taking submissions for card art, and for maybe potential new support or just card art in general. Um, and I think that some of these tokens are actually like, um, like user submitted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they just put them on, and then they just put them on tokens, which is really cool that they did that. 
And I think that that's, that's what they wanted to do with this. No, I get that. That actually is super cool. That's probably is what that probably is what they wanted to do. I haven't I haven't personally seen that though. So you have to send that to me. I haven't seen Why that. Why are we getting okay, think of okay, Austin. Look at this. White Dragon, Wyver Buster, and Black Dragon collapse. They the like serpent. their dragons, bro. Keeper of the Dragon Magic, which is pretty cool. I hope that they get that gets an ultra. Yeah, honestly. I don't know why that's in the structure deck. Some of these cards are um, I mean, as a structure deck, it, these seem to have hardly any, like, chemistry between them. Tri Brigade McCourier is really freaking good, by the way. Oh, yeah. That'll be a great card to get. But, um, but yeah, I just think that they could have at least given us some secret rares. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's they're not going to. But no, I just think it's really cool that not they're, they're deck. giving us some stuff. I feel like if anything, they're gonna make the the gold Sark pot of extrav called by Dark Ruler. They're just gonna make those commons. I'm just curious honestly. to see uh, what the uh, what the price is on it. We don't know yet. I mean, it's too far out to really <coughs> tell. But because these are good cards, very good. I mean, but yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all I got on that. It's a good. It's gonna be a crazy deck for sure. And another one that I really want to talk about here. Yeah. Because let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, this particular um, Which slew one? of cards is the Legend Duelist 3 okay. with Seto Kaiba Man himself on the front of it. <laughs> yes. When I started playing and getting serious into the Yu-Gi-Oh! realm and meta, I started playing Blue Eyes. And I really liked Blue Eyes. And so... This particular one has got a really, really warm spot in my heart. I mean, come on. We're getting Chaos Max, Chaos Dragon, Solid Dragon, Bingo Machine Go, Rage with Eyes of Blue. I mean, we're getting all literally like so much great um, blue eyes support. I mean, it is... I mean, the new cards... Let me see here. The new ones... Oh, oh yeah. And we're also getting we're also getting the new art for the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, I think we are, yeah. The new artwork is, I mean, it's really cool, um, which I'm really excited for, because they're doing Dark Magician Girl, Blue Eyes, and Red Eyes. I think they made them just, like, more vanilla-looking, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I'm trying to find the list. I can't, I so, mean, I, maybe I was looking. Oh, you can't, so I'm finding the list on, this is on fandom, yugioh.fandom. Yeah, do you have a list on there or no? Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. Where is it at? On the uh, breakdown, galleries, it. lists? Lists. Yeah, list on list. That's where it shows the cards. Where, though? I don't know why, but, I mean, we're getting some Abyss actor, Abyss script stuff. Um, yeah, that sounds right. i just not seen anything for me. Dumb. Galaxy Knight, Photon Thrasher, Photon Crusher. Curry Photon, Galaxy Eyes Photon Dragon, Photon stuff. I mean, these are all really, really cool stuff. I mean, these were kind of due for some reprints. Uh, I think that they could have done without maybe the Blue Eyes reprints, but the Blue Eyes Chaos Max and the Blue Eyes Chaos Dragon, definitely. Um, Whitestone of Legend for sure, because I, I think there's only commons of the Whitestone of Legend, so I hope they make it at least an Ultra or, um, or a Super. Because those are only commons. Um, Melody. Melody, I think, would be cool with some secret rares. 
Dragon Shrine, Chaos Form. I mean, these are just to name a few. Which I absolutely, I mean, I'm really excited for. Um, now, do we have a date here? Yeah, it's, so. it's coming. It's not for a while. It's like the middle of 2022, I think like June or something. Yeah. Let me see what it says. Yeah, June 24th. Nice. June 23rd. It's not for a while, but it's not super crazy. I'm I'm excited for it, but like I'm more excited for Alba's Strike. So. I am too. Alba's Strike would be awesome. Yeah, Alba's Strike is going to be dope. I'm going to get a lot of cards from that. I'm, I'll probably pick up a few of those structures. I'll probably pick up three just to have a place out of everything. <laughs> Depending on the price. Like if it's like 30 bucks, then I still probably will, but. <laughs> Uh yeah, let's talk about Brothers Legend though. I have been way too. I I've bought so many packs of this shit. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Brothers of Legend. I mean, yeah. Who? I mean, who hasn't pulled Brothers of Legend and was like Starlight Red, Starlight Red Dragoon, and then literally just gets a fucking Karibo? Hey, I pulled a bunch of Karibos, but I also pulled a Droplet. I pulled a Magician Souls. I pulled. I pulled a lot of good stuff from from. So out of this, which one is would you? Which list do you want? Top three. Are you on DB Yu Gi Oh card? Yes. Okay, so like the top one is Leviathan Dragon, which a few a few of the guys at locals pulled that card. The card's a beautiful card because it's in like uh, it's not it doesn't it it's not in English like it has in the site. Like it's in like it's in like this weird robotic alien text that looks like Japanese, but it's not. It's like that. It's like a Yu Gi Oh type text. Like it's hard to explain. Um, but that one's really good. Uh, the Karibos, I think I have a playset of almost all of them now. Uh, I haven't played the Karibo deck. You, I think you have a little bit. It's annoying to play against, for sure. Like, it just kind of stalls the whole fucking time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. Oh, I think we lost you. Sorry. No, I'm still here. <laughs> did it, did you mute your microphone? Yeah, I was I was I was working with something on it. Okay. Is it still going through but your no, microphone? Yeah, no, I got to know. Huh? No, I got to know. Cuz it doesn't sound like it's going through your mic. Is it going through my mic now? No, it doesn't sound like it's going through your mic. What happened? We're going to take a quick pause here you guys for a quick quick technical issues. We'll be technical back. We'll be back here in just a second. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> My mic decided to take a shit for there for a second, but now we are a okay. Oh man, hey, it happens, right? <laughs> yes. You Technology you can't live our, with it. Can't live without it. A little it. bit, huh? Never mind. Keep on going. So we're still going through the brother, uh, the brother. <laughs> The uh, brother, the brothers of legend list. Uh, a bunch. I said, like I said, I have a playset of almost all the Karibos. Um, five star Twilight's a pretty damn good card, you know. Free special summon of five, huh? It is very great. <laughs> it's very great. Yes, very great. I mean, I made. I just for shits and gigs made a Karibo deck. If anybody was wondering, I'll give you a quick hint on what I have on it. Talk closer to the mic, dingus. <laughs> okay for all there you we go people, <laughs> if you want just a fun deck to play 
with Karibos. Here we go. Are you ready for the you ready for the list? <laughs> yes, everybody's ready for the Karibos. Okay. Two Cyberjar. Two Morphing Jar. Oh two Morphing Jar number two. My God. Three Link Slayer. Two red haired hasty horse. One <laughs> Curry Babylon. One Ink Karibo. Two Are regular Karibo. One guy? Curry Bomb. One winged Karibo. And then you have your two Curry Bas, two Curry Bears, cur- cur- t- 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 two Curry Bees. Curry everything. Two Curry Boo. And then triple Starlight. Five Star Twilight. Triple Flute of Summoning Karibo. One Multiply. One Monster Reborn. One Foolish Burial. Triple Pot of Greed. Triple Evenly Match. Well, just thank thank you for slamming in the deck list there, just randomly. Here, give me my, give me just a second. My heater just popped on. I don't popped them. I don't popped on. I don't want it interfering with the uh, with the microphonics of the rest of our podcast. Just give me just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, we have are having lots of difficulties on today's podcast. Stay tuned. We might have more. What are you saying? Oh, nothing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, five star twilight. I mean, the deck's good. Uh, Very good. That one that you just shut off, I have no, I have no idea about, especially because you included fucking cyber jar and morphing jar in okay, your opening so, hand. Okay, so here, what? okay, if if you want to play some Kribos just for shits and gigs, the best thing to really have in your hand, right, is one five star twilight, one link slayer, and one dystopia the despondent. Basically, activate five star twilight, or sorry. Special summon Link Slayer, activate 5-star Twilight, special summon your 5 Karibos, and then you can either A, tribute them for Dystopia, or you can just start going ham and go into Sylvian Princess Sprite, or Lionheart, or you can go into your Liralusk, uh, Assembled Nightingale, and then get your Downard plus Sky Thunder, or you could do Apple Opelousa. I mean, it it's not really meta but it's kind of fun to play regardless. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely fun to play, and it's annoying to play against. That's the thing. You know what I'm yes, saying? Because so. Karibos will never die. Um, <clears throat> All the rest of these are kind of interesting. Not really. Penguin Sword, D-Force, Dr. D, Dragonroid, Rebirth, Judgment. Iceberry is kind of interesting in Water Shark decks because um, it just kind of gives you a shit ton of recursion. Uh, especially if you can get it but in there via like wing extra recital here for a or second. Barrel goods. Huh? Let's talk about wing recital here for a requital here. Nah, that card's shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not shit. Monsters, I used to run it. a wing based monster if you control at least two monsters with different original names. So here's the problem. Line points, draw two cards. Let me tell you the. Let me tell you why it's a really win. Pot of greed card. for wing be, wing beast deck dot deck. Yeah, it's great. It's pot of greed. But like the problem is Austin is like if you, if if you okay so here's the thing like let's say you have a Cobalt Sparrow no no just just hear me out for a second <laughs> let's say you have a Cobalt Sparrow and a you know a uh, a, a Warbler in the hand you go Warbler Special Summon Sparrow right and then it gets negated. And you you go wing recital and you draw two, but it's a shit draw. Versus that wing recital being uh, a Celestine Legwagtail and any other random level one. You know what I'm saying? 
So like, yeah. it's win more because if the draw is insane, then yeah, it's fucking awesome. But you'd rather just have more consistency overall than a draw two off of two level ones because sometimes you I don't, don't even have that. I think it could be that. good though if you had if you, if you already like say you get down to your nerve all. I have whatever. three of them. If say you say you get down into your thing where you get out your uh the the dis the detach to add one and then you go into another one detach to add one. And then you activate that card after you've already shuffled the deck and got the cards that you wanted to your hand. That's just a, then that just becomes a win more card at that point. It is right technically. Yeah. It, am I, am I, yeah. The cards. Am good. I saying that correctly? The cards good. It's just I just I feel like it doesn't it doesn't progress. Like I feel like in competitive you go your your deck needs to have a goal and it needs to get there as efficiently as possible. So if it doesn't help the goal. It just kind of allows you to have more error if you don't achieve the goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, and another another card that kind of stands out here is Puri Reyes map. That card's broken. I'm just, I'm sorry, that card's broken. I I thought it was never going to come to the TCG. I'm like, oh yeah, it's way too powerful. It just it searches everything. It just searches everything. But like literally, then, then down the list, you know, you they got changed it though. Sea nettle number four stealth crack. Hold on, let's go back to Puri Reyes for a second. Let's go back to. Oh, okay. I, I want to go back to Puri Reyes for a second because in some decks it's broken, like. The fact yes. that I can add a Nerval, and if everything hits the fan, just normal summon the fucking Nerval and banish my shit and still get on that like a Drubble Dragon Lords or a Farage and keep the process going is insane. Like, mm-hmm. they errated it because, like, you can't use the effects of the added monster until you normal summon that monster. But, like, half the time you're going to be adding a card that you're going to normal summon anyway. Like, in shark decks, like, you're using it to add Butuniful Princess. You're normal summoning Butuniful Princesses. Uh, using its effect to get leafless life fish and then send coelacanth. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Puri Reyes is broken. It just it depends on the deck. No, it definitely it depends is. on the deck. Like, I run three of them. They're at least tri-, tri brigade, and people think I'm fucking weird for doing that because nobody else does. And I'm like, it has helped me in games more often than it has hurt me. I do not care about paying 4K. I really don't. I really don't give a shit, especially if it helps me win Just like game. most people don't care about playing, paying 4K for Solid Judgment. Honestly, homie, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, one Nerval can be the difference between me winning the game and me losing the game. So, oh, like, it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it. Um, yeah, that's all for for that one. Uh, what, which we, so we were at, we we're at summon. So we keep going down. Where, how do you already know? Oh, yeah, silent, silent, silent sea nettle, and then number four stealth kraken, and then stealth kraken spawn. I mean, those cards are they're really good. Spammy. The problem with silent your, sea your, nettle um, is silent sea nettle's locked. Shark deck. It locks you into water though. But doesn't it change everything to water? Or what card is it? The stealth kraken changes everything, change to, everything water? to water. That card's broken. That's pretty good. That's that, kind of like that card's a, a dryden. Or, or is it like? Doom Balandroach, is that what his name is? So so no, what it does so here's what it does. So Stealth Kragen is a Dryden, and it inflicts it's a Dryden every turn that inflicts damage. And it's also a attribute changer. If it gets destroyed, it's special summons two stealth kragens, which also destroy water monsters, but it, it those cards only work if stealth kragens on the field, so they're just kind of meant to be there. But if they mm. get destroyed, you can special summon back the the first one, the stealth kraken, and attach them as material. So it's a never-ending process that doesn't really die. That's why it's fucking annoying to play against. And stealth kraken is just a dryden on steroids. So, next card that I'm looking down here that 
speaks to me is Astral Utopia. Oh, Astral Topia, which is great. And you're, it's a great. Oh my God. I've got like deck. 10 of those fucking cards. I bought too many packs. And dude. then Utopia Dragner. That's a great, Dragnar is a great for, the, I mean, that card is really great. I mean, I, I had to rank my Utopia deck. It was a lot of fun. How to far play. are you down, dude? I'm getting pretty far down yeah, there. Yeah, hold on a second. I want to talk about like White Mirror. Like, dude, you went down so far. Jeez, man. He's those already down to don't, the... Those don't, they don't speak to me. I know. Well, they speak I to me. No you know, I play Sharks. Honestly, right-hand shark and left-hand shark are not that great, though. Don't even White Mirror is a really good card, though. Insane extender and shark decks if you're playing it. Uh, like you said, Astrotopia is a great card for, for your Xyz stuff. Do you run Utopic Sage or no? Uh, let me see. Which one is it? Utopic... I have two I think I did. I think I ran only one Utopic Sage. Just for just for to be able to get the C, the ZW and the ZS monster. I got three Astral Karibos, too. Uh, but yeah, they got the cool Karibo arts. Um, They're dope. Performafel, Curry, Curry, Bulb, 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 Bulb. Pulled a Magician's Soul. Um, Magician's Soul is so absolutely nice. fantastic. So many Red Eyes Fusion. It's a great in card deck. in that deck. Oh, yes, and the number 89, Diabolosis. Diablosis? Yeah, Diablosis. Yeah, that card's insanely good, in my opinion. I think it's gonna be, I think it's slept on. Like you can abuse it. I'm gonna figure out a deck that can really abuse it. I'm sure Dark Magicians. If you just spam out Dark Magicians, you get that. That's great. Yeah, but like I want something that can like there's gotta be a deck out there that can abuse its effect to like banish in two turns. Does that make sense? Like if if you can find a way to use his effect and banish like ten cards turn one and then banish like thirty turn two, you've just won the game. So oh, absolutely, it's I don't know. I'm I'll will figure it out. There's got to be a Diablosis Turbo. There will be eventually. Godarla is good. I pulled a place at a Godarla, which is awesome. It's an ultra rare too. Interrupted Kaiju Slumber is an ultra rare or a, yeah ultra rare. Uh, um. I think everything in here is basically an ultra rare. Oh, Nibir is a secret rare. I pulled that, which was dope. Uh, it's well neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other really good cards in here, too, that are just kind of uh, from Downer. the new set that I are mean, just good. Much needed. Beatrice. I mean, Beatrice that's cool. is great. Relinquished Anima. Another great card. Another. Allure of Darkness is insane. Pulled Absolutely. three of those. I can't believe that place it. Then you get your Forbidden Drips. Pulled one of those. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> You have like 10 fossil eggs. It's insane how many fossil eggs I have. <laughs> like, I'm not even shitting you. I have so many fossil How many eggs. total packs of Brothers of Death, of Brothers of Legend did you pull? Like, in terms buy? of packs, total, uh, well, if I had to put it in like a box amount, like probably four boxes. Oh, God. that's. A- I've bought in so many fucking Brothers of Legend, man. I, I just like Brothers of Legend because it's all like nice foils, you know? Yeah, well, I get it. So it's yeah, they're e- nice. easy to collect because you just like them all. Anything yeah, with a foil like a goo <laughs> So I really don't I really don't care at that point. Um and then yeah, the last one being that red eyes dark dragoon down there at the bottom. Beautiful. Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. Who could forget the Starlight Dragoon? Yeah, no, it is. It's it's and a lot of people have pulled it surprisingly enough, which is kinda ridiculous to me. You wouldn't drops DPE. Oh no, forget DPE. We're just gonna go back to the Starlight Rare Dragoon. Let's make Dragoon relevant again. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, I think that's basically it for the uh, Brothers of Legends packs. Uh, let's get on to the last topic that we have before we wrap up this podcast because I do think it needs at least 10 to 15 minutes of talking time between you and I um, before we close up stuff here. Um, 
Destroyer Phoenix Enforcer. So, you know, our first podcast was about Dragoon as our topic discussion. And in this one, uh, a few episodes later, it's going to be about Phoenix Enforcer. Um, the card is not Starting as good as Dragoon. to see a little bit of a um, reoccurrence here of problems. Yeah, the card is not as, dra- as good as Dragoon power-wise, but the engine is so much better. So the overall package just lends for a better overall product. Um, and everybody is splashing it so we've got we've got sword soul dp everybody and their we've mothers got, is splashing that card what's up said everybody and their mothers is splashing that card we do we have variants everything we've got sword soul dpe we have invoke dpe we have an eldritch invoke dpe we've got sky striker dpe um we've got unchained dpe we've got so many dpe decks it's it's ridiculous um everybody's running dpe the card is insane um, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about what exactly it does and how exactly it works, and I can chime in. Where I mean, I abuse it a lot, but like I know you fucking hate the card, so I want to make you talk about it. <laughs> wow, what an ass! Thanks, bro. <laughs> I could talk about it if you want me to. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll, I will definitely. I don't mind talking shit about this card at all. <laughs> if, if you didn't realize, he he he's not. He's got to look it up because he can't remember. Oh, come on. Just you know what it does. Phoenix Enforcer. Oh, it's a dash Phoenix Enforcer. Okay. All right, <laughs> Destiny Hero. Fuck my ass, Enforcer. <laughs> one level six or higher hero monster plus one Destiny Hero monster. Oh, easy enough. Monsters, your opponent control. Lose 200 attack for each hero monster card in your graveyard. You can only use this effect following Destiny Hero once per turn. Quick effect. You can destroy both one card you control and one card on the field. Non-targeting. If this card is destroyed, if this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, i.e., its own card effect, you can activate this effect. Special summon one Destiny Hero from your graveyard during the standby phase of the next turn. Oh, <laughs> Destiny Hero monster in my graveyard. It just keeps coming no way. back. Destiny Hero is a de- is a is a freaking Destiny Hero card. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. You are being insanely convincing. <laughs> it is. I, I'm sure that our listeners, just by listening to the raw emotional displeasure in your voice, can tell that, that you love this card completely. Oh, it's, f- it's so wonderful. I could just marry it. I mean, come on. See, I basically I mean, it's just literally it's literally like Eldritch. It's literally Eldritch. It does. It fits all the uh it fits all the bucket list buzzword kind of things. It's a spell speed 2 quick effect non-targeting destroy that recurs itself every turn with fucking bricks that basically go plus 2 and also let you get a free numeral summon. Uh so in retrospect, it's it's pretty insane that the engine does a lot for being such a small engine. Um, the really only good. way to get rid of your dragoon buddy is to banish. <laughs> when yep. it activate, when it destroys itself, you have to banish it. Otherwise, it's just going to keep coming back. So satisfying in Lyrilusk when you search uh, DD Crow for Saddle Starling and go DD Crow effect. Banishing because even if it if it if it still is destroyed, if and if its effect is negated on the field. He doesn't matter. He's not coming back. back. If he's banished. Yeah, if he's banished, he ain't coming back. There's no there's no point. And then nobody's running two Phoenix Enforcers. So everyone's only gonna be have gonna have one. 
Well, like Callie's doing that in his new Despia builds, but I think that's ridiculous, man. I mean, that's so much money to run for those cards. I mean, Des- Phoenix and Vorsha is still a $100 card. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's dumb. I mean, it's just like like Konami. Come on. it's We already had a problem with Dragoon, but now you want to give us another problem to deal with in the meta? Like, I mean, right. okay, so here's the thing. I guess maybe I can kind of sympathize with them because it's like, I guess they were tired of Dragoon, so they're just like, all right, well, why don't we get us a slightly less Dragoon? <laughs> slightly less Dragoon. Uh, so they give us a fusion monster. But it really isn't, a destroying, though. It's a destroying fusion monster. It's, like, better. Like, but let's be honest here. Like, let's be honest here. Phoenix Enforcer is more annoying to deal with. Like, it, yes. like it really Absolutely. is. I don't bat an eye anymore at Dragoon, but Phoenix Enforcer, I'm like, God damn it, now I got to actually focus on that because that comes back every fucking turn. It does some bullshit. Fuck that card. And I run it. I And I know how fucking stupid that card is. And not to mention if you have it in combination with Scythe, Ugh. it's just literally go fuck yourself. Painful. It's just pain. The, that, that, I swear to God, the DPE scythe lock is just meant to inflict play. Is just meant to inflict pain and moral. Like it does it inflict suffering. as much pain as playing Mystic Mind with Ugh. a full bo- when you have a full board and your opponent goes Mystic Mind. Yeah, but Mystic Mind starves you and still slowly feeds you. Scythe literally says, "I'm gonna fucking slice you open with a knife, and you're done for the turn, and you're probably gonna bleed out anyway because you just lost." Scythe gives no fucks, and Phoenix Enforcer enables that shit because he's the dungeon master. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, dude, it's... I mean, when was Scythe a problem until Phoenix Enforcer came around? Right? It was a problem. I mean, but you had to destroy it. You had to destroy it by other means. Yeah, I know, but the fact... I mean, people had TG Wonder Magician, but they, they didn't want... They didn't use it because it wasn't recurrent. Like... You can't make an argument in any sane world that TG Wonder Magician is near the level of Phoenix Enforcer. <laughs> Just can't be made, you know? So, I think the card's a problem. What do you think uh, is, you, you th- you're you on my level, you think Fusion Destiny should probably get hit? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with if you anybody else thinks otherwise, you're, you're literally smoking meth. <laughs> There's no question about it. Yeah, I don't think Anaconda needs, again, like I was saying, I think this is a case of... Uh, where it's different than Dragoon, and it's actually the spell card in this instance, and it's not Verte, because, like, people are, yes, they're still using Verte to abuse it, and that's going to happen, but you're, if you go look at the statistics, and you go watch the matches, and you go watch the regionals, and you go watch all the big tournaments, half the time, in fact, I'd be willing to say it's more like 60 to 70% of the time, Phoenix Enforcer got out because of Fusion Destiny resolving. And it wasn't because mm. of it wasn't because of Verte resolving. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Absolutely. half the time people go into Verte to bait it out if they have Fusion Destiny already in the hand. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's just I don't know, just crazy to me. So like, yeah, I th- I, th- I agree with you. I think Fusion Destiny is in danger of getting hit pretty hard, but they also might not. I mean, the card just yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not quite as bad over here as in the OCG, but it's still pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I see it all the time at my locals. I, all the time. I play at least four or five of them every time I play. Easily. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I, I love the card, but I also hate it. I have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, 
So, oh, I just pure, I just straight up hate it. I know you do. I know you do. I think that's probably why I'm not running DPE in my sword cell build is because I hate it so much. Yeah, I don't think DP itself will ever get banned. I don't think it's powerful enough to get banned. Like, it's objectively worse than Dragoon. It's just the engine around it that enables it is is insane. So The enable card should be banned. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I think it's just Fusion Destiny. I think Fusion Destiny is the worst enabler. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's basically it. I think our closing thoughts basically were... I mean, that was basically... I mean, we can kind of close it out... Uh, with the current format where it's headed, and I think we want to talk a little bit about decks I'm most ex- you were most excited to play in 2022. I'm going to talk about one really quick just before we wrap up, and if you want to talk about one too, you can. I'm going to take five minutes, but mm-hmm. I'm a big Go fan of Sharks, man. Sharks are really fun right now. They got a lot of support in Brothers of Legend. You can do some really, really funky stuff with them, and I'm still trying to deck build and still trying to perfect everything, but I've gotten to impo- gotten to, impo- to a point where you can really put up some oppressive boards. I mean, people already know the standard combo of getting out double Bahamut and turning those into double Toad and then turning the double Bahamut into a Draco Future, but you can yeah. go ba- you can go beyond that. Um, and again, the deck is still not as recursive and still not as playthroughable hand-trap-wise as something like Lyralusk, and it's just because... It really needs its normal summon. It really needs to kind of pop off. But man, if it does pop off, it is such a hard deck to beat. The fact that Double Toad allows you to negate, it's an Omni negate, and it lets you steal the opponent's card and set it to your field is, I've always said totally awesome as a broken card, and one day a deck's going to find a way to abuse it that might end up making it get hit. And I think Sharks are it. And I don't think people have really figured it out quite yet. Like, it's getting there. But I still think someone may figure out how to break it. And I'm still trying to figure out if it's possible to. I yeah. haven't figured that out quite yet. Because, like the, like we've talked about, the, the, the board that it puts out going uninterrupted is fucking ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. Because, like, if you're running it with the DPE package, you can run on... You can end on Draco Future... You know, the Double Toad, Verte Anaconda, and the DPE. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, that, that basically says have Dark Ruler or you lose. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, it's just the deck can sometimes just die to one or two hand traps. It almost always dies to two hand traps. Sometimes it just dies to one. But it never works through two, and that's the point. It just can't work through. And I think that's how a deck kind of should be. But we also have too many hand traps that exist right now that people are going to play. So a deck like that needs to have more recursion. And the fact, the fact of the matter is the new water support, while it's really good, it, what, what I've found so far, man, in, in testing with the deck is they all lock you into water. So like Silent Sea Nettle walks you into water. Into yeah. water. Uh, Crystal Shark locks you into uh, Xyz Monsters. Um, uh, the other new support card that's like Crystal Shark... I can't remember what it's called. It locks you into water monsters as well. So, you know, those cards are great if your shit and it's if your main combo line gets negated. But it also, you know, it take. It's just not super recursive going first. Like those, they're not high enough. Like a lot of their starting cards are not high enough impact to keep the engine going. If that makes sense. Like once you get the board out there, it's actually insane because even if somehow your opponents like what's what's crazy about toad is it has that third effect where you can add back a a water monster from the graveyard so you have you go plus two off toad and you're able to get your engine going again next turn even in your i mean you you go plus three by the end of next turn you know what i'm saying so you're gonna have at least four Mm -hmm. to five cards in the hand to start everything over again but 
It's just sometimes getting to that board can be difficult, very similar to Synchro Eldritch. It's like when the board gets out there, it's really good. Like I think the end board is the end board is end board is just as good as what Sword Soul puts out. Not quite as good as Lyrilusk, but just as good as Sword Soul. We just don't have any trap cards or anything like that with it that I've really found that are that's super efficient. That because I don't like shit that you just have to hard draw. I like being able to search my shit in a deck. Like I don't think a deck's good if you have to just hard draw. There's some exceptions to that. Like with Lyrilusk and like hard drawing Harpy's Featherstorm, but most of the time a deck's good is because it can search shit. Like your deck wouldn't be nearly as good if you couldn't search Blackout. I think you'd agree with that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's just a fact. Or be not being able to search Protoss or not being able to search Ex- any of my yep. stuff. Exactly. That's my point. Like you need to be able to search stuff a lot of times. So sharks don't really have um a way to get efficient back row like Sword Soul does, and that's where they kind of falter. They can die to Dark Ruler because they don't have necessarily enough board presence or enough big bodies that they can... Because, like, Toad's 22, Draco's the only really big boy on the field besides Coelacanth, and even then, Coelacanth is still going to be in defense position anyway when you special summon him from the graveyard. So the deck just needs a few more things, and it could be meta. It doesn't have a problem with its with its end board. Its end board is generally good enough to win most of the time. It's just it needs to have at least one or two back row. Honestly, it really just needs a way to get one counter trap or one negate in the back row with its standard board and then also have a way to work through stuff. Because, like, here, here's what I found is, like, if even if you have five cards in the hand, if your initial board ends up getting negated, you're usually already negative two. So your other three cards have to be able to get out four level four monsters to go full combo again. Does that make sense? It's pretty rare that that happens. So it can happen. We need another card that doesn't lock us into monsters, that that doesn't lock us into water, that also special summons a level four or lower from the deck, which is asking a lot because that's also asking you to design a really good fucking card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like yeah. all these other decks are getting it. Well, I mean, fucking A, Moe special summons free tuners and shit. Like why not make some shark support that gives us a free token a water token or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like yours. Oh, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you guys get to have that, we should too. Like, I mean, how, you've played shark enough already to know that it dies to a single hand trap a lot of the times. You know that. Yeah, if one, if not two. Yeah, it just does. It, it can play through a lot of stuff, but then you're playing a build that... You just do not want to let you let you get to your totally awesome. Yeah. you're If you're playing a board that can play through hand traps, your end board is not going to be that devastating. But if you're playing, like, that's what I'm saying. So it needs to have a few cards that kind of bridge the gap, but maybe that's what will push the deck into meta, and maybe Konami doesn't want that. I don't I don't know. It's really fun to play, though. I love playing it because when the deck resolves, it's like, damn, look at this board I put out with sharks and fucking frogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you have any decks you're excited to play in 2022 coming up? Um, Before yeah, we head I out for the night? Like to, <laughs> I kind of would like to see, I kind of would like to see Despia. I think oh, yeah, that would yeah. be kind of a fun one to play. Um, obvious, obvious answer would be Sword Soul, just to continue playing Sword Soul and it not get hit because that would be nice. Maybe get a little bit more worm support, like other worm monsters besides Sword Soul monsters, but maybe some other worm support would be pretty cool. Yeah, no, I fully agree with you. I fully agree with you. Just to kind of fully, just to kind of fully extend that board a little bit more than just a Chi Shao and a Cheng Ying. Mm-hmm. and a set blackout and plus a protos i feel like it just needs a little bit more just a little bit more it's already really really good but i feel like it just needs a little like to kind of maybe move away from the 10u realm to maybe get a little bit of different worm support besides 10u 
Yeah, they might have to do some stuff to to the Tenyi portion if that's going to happen because the problem is Tenyi Sword Soul is still really good. So if they're going to make Sword Soul even better, yeah, and maybe may, or maybe add some more Tenyi support. What? You know, maybe they might add some more Tenyi support. With- Ooh, I don't know, man. Tenyi Sword Soul is already really good. If you make that deck any better, it's going to be more annoying to play against. Like that's what I was saying about Sword Soul. Like I think Sword Soul is literally. I've I've never Austin. I've told you this before. I have never played a deck. That feels so fair, yet at the end of the day, if you don't play everything right, if you if you have a gut, like, okay, like, here's the thing about Sword Soul. I've never, the times where I've scooped against you, even though I have a decent hand because I just know I can't work around it, I've never left pissed. Does that make sense? Because I'm, I'm like, here, here's what's nice. I think this is what's nice about it is. Let, the deck is engaging. That's, that's what, exactly. That's what I mean. Sometimes I'll sit there, right, and I haven't even played yet. But at least for a minute, you'll make me think about whether or not I can break your board. Mm-hmm. You'll make me think about whether or not I can break it. Whereas with Drytron Herald, I look at one fucking monster or know what you've already added off Diviner, Benton, whatever, and I already know I'm right. just going to lose. At right, least. You already know. You already, you already got the expectations that it's not going to. At least Sword Soul, I can think about it. And, and if, like, here's, here's the thing there's been times, Austin, where sometimes. Sometimes it's it's close and like it'll be close with Drytron too, but I know you're not dumb because most of the time if you just negate everything, it's fine. But sometimes you have to be careful with your resources in Sword Soul and you have to negate and interrupt specific shit. And sometimes if it's really close, I'll try to take the risk and not scoop, right? And I just I never right. feel like the deck, even when you have five to six interruptions, is unfair because it's so engaging to play against. It's so fun to play against. I never am mad. The only time I like I've said and I bet the viewers would probably agree with this, is when Protoss gets out. And even then, as a competitive player, there's ways to work around that card. That's not, the, the Earth is not fucking going to blow up because Protoss gets summoned. <laughs> right. Like, it's going to shake, but you just got to think. So I agree with you. I like Sword Soul a lot. So I'm excited to see what happens. But yeah, you got anything else? Me too. No, that's it. Cool, you guys. Thank you for bearing in and hanging with us. Uh, We're going to be having some new episodes here very, very soon. Uh, We wanted to get another one out, though, just in case uh, we have another hiatus, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're in a good place now, and we can can do some stuff even with the latency issues. We're going to be... We're actually going to be joining up here eventually. We just got to figure out some stuff personally before uh, before we get a... Absolutely. uh, Before we get a place together and figure everything out, so... Uh, Thank you. Yeah, when we do do, uh, finally... You know, hang out. Maybe we could do like a video podcast instead. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely do that. I think everybody would enjoy that. So cool, you guys. Thank you for listening. Have a good night. (laughs) Later.